Prada 2000s album draft? In the car, I just can't wait. We bought a mic. We bought a... A nerdhead. We bought a mic. These are my confessions. Mr. Brightside. Hello, everybody. Welcome to We mm-hmm. Bought a Mic, pop culture podcast with a special episode, the 2000s album draft part one, this 2000 to 2004. This you, is huge. 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 People are talking about this. We got a special guest on, Danny Sawani. Hi. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Ernest. I am um, draft suit wearing Hunter. I'm wearing my best. Um, Pup. Yeah. Morbid stuff. Yeah. He's got a clipboard too. Yeah, I got the clipboard. <laughs> I'm here to only draft scrappy white guys and guys with character issues. So Eminem, Jesse Lacey, watch out. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going full Bill Belichick. Big hint there. <laughs> Stay near your phone. Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm wearing, I'm Drew, I'm wearing a, it's like the suits they wore at the 2003 NBA draft. So they're way oh, too the big. giant ones? Yeah, I'm wearing LeBron James's white suit that was like insanely baggy. And it's made for LeBron James too, so it's like, <laughs> you, you should see it on me. It's made for like a seven foot six man. Yeah. So here's what we're doing on the show today, boys. Oh, and Danny's here. Oh, yeah. And I'm Danny, wearing I'm wearing mean? a Lady Gaga outfit. <laughs> Though that is Alejandro. So you are going Roberto. to have to say that. He just likes that. Alejandro. Alejandro. Um, here's what's happening. We are drafting albums from the decade of the 2000, the OOs, the aughts. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do it in two episodes. So today you get part one. You get the year 2000. 01, 02, and 03, and 04. 04 as well. And then you'll get another episode with Danny again next week with 05, 06, 07, 08, and 09. I, and the reason why we're doing this is because, well, first of all, we haven't had Danny on in a while. I missed you And we you needed you to, to bring you back with a big one. Oh, yeah. And also, last time we had you on, well, okay, no, we had you on for Tame. That was the last time. But we did record a three-hour best of the 2010s podcast. That was awesome. That you can check out if you dare. So, you know, we didn't want to do another top 10 of the 2000s. That just seemed a little boring. Mm-hmm. Why not do a draft? We did a draft with directors, but that was before we knew that movies were canceled forever mm-hmm. and that it was completely pointless to draft directors whose uh, future careers we wanted to yeah cash whoever, in on. whoever just whoever drafted the most uh animated film directors is winning right now mm-hmm. anyone take brad bird no uh, drew you you got lord and miller didn't yeah, you, you got lord and sure miller. Did, brother yeah um so we're looking back we're looking back at a at a very special decade for us near and dear to all of us so before we actually start the draft any thoughts on this decade in general like what defined it what sort of trends we took away from it? Yes, the early 2000s particularly were pretty lost uh, mm-hmm. culturally. Like we really didn't Not know just where musically, we were going. Just like in general. The fashion it's of Bush the early era. 2000s all over the place. Yeah, it was the Bush era. Um, so nothing bad was happening politically. 
No, yeah, we were at war. Like it just good thing. Like no great American tragedies happened in the early two thousands. There's just sort of <laughs> fucking yeah. Max Keeble's sitting pretty. He didn't. He's mm-hmm. not responsible for it. That is my first pick. Is Max Keeble's big move? <laughs> the soundtrack what? for Max Keeble's yeah, big move is on number the one soundtrack album? for Max. There was it's there's just some uh, some. There will be almost no way to retrofy like the culture of the early 2000s particularly fashion wise just because like it's just a worse version of the 90s and a lot of the music reflects that as well however there is certain music that came out in the early 2000s that were the seeds for everything that has come out since then and that's what i think we're all angling for yeah so it is funny so we haven't talked about the genres that we're doing here we have um ernest you want to run them down real quick heavy slash punk pop alternative slash indie Hip hop, electronic slash dance, emo, and a wild card pick. So that's a total there's of also rock. There's right? also rock. Oh, I and skipped rock. I'm no, sorry. So that's the thing is that if you just look in this, especially in the 2000s, but especially in this five year window, this is really the death of classic rock and roll music. It started to happen in the 90s, but like. Well, by 90s, the, you had grunge. Exactly. Well, the 90s, it kind of started to move in this. You either went to kind of more radio friendly, like pop rocky kind of sound, or you went to the heavy industrialized sound of grunge and punk. And rock and roll is really dead in this area. And that's why it's kind of funny that we have a genre for rock. It's mostly just another wild card for just kind of it's, rock well, yeah, music. Any guitar based um, music will qualify. Yeah. Right. But it is kind of funny that that was my main takeaway. That's just like whenever I saw you had that on air, I was like, is he's going to drop like a late stage Bob Dylan album yeah. in this genre? Like what? Is, what is he looking at here? Because this is yeah. didn't, there's didn't not the, the Eagles put out a record. Or like, something? I mean, there is some good closer to the more 80s version of rock but that's not really the best stuff that comes out of this decade um so the way we were deciding draft order which it will be a snake draft don't worry listener <laughs> we are rolling a die right now i will disagree with the snake draft format if the so how, how are we gonna do it the way. lowest number picks first or highest the highest number picks first mm-hmm mm-hmm um, yeah, so what we'll do is we have a total of eight categories and, you know, before I had a final thought, keep in mind, listener, we're offering a very limited perspective on the plethora of music available. Yeah. We're going to have to do an honorable mentions that might uh, yeah. be extensive. Yeah. Well, not, not just that, but like just our taste and our experiences are, are, you know, very subjective. I don't think there's going to be a lot of representation here when it comes to like the 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 gangster rap genre. You know, you don't 50 fucking know me. I was going to say, you hey, literally what? don't know me. Well, a lot of no, but what you are talking about, like that genre kind of, of as Drew has coined it before, ringtone rap. Um, yep, that really comes out in two thousand five, two thousand six. That'll be next. Step. So that's not even in this yeah. section of time. Mm-hmm. This is more of like kind of. I mean, I think that Killer Mike has a big EP. Is this when um Killer Mike? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that this is whenever his like debut comes out is in this stretch of time. I could be completely also, wrong there, and we I'm are, sorry if I am, but we are all male it, men. 
I think if we had a woman on this draft, there would be uh, a lot of love for like Destiny's Child, Jennifer Lopez. You don't you know, know me. Yeah, Ernest. I was going to say, hey, calm down over there. I'm just, I'm just being preemptive Depending here. on how this draft goes, hey. Ernie is drafting exclusively happen. white men. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> No, I yeah, I get what you're Are saying. Are you going to come into my corner we should, of taking the, uh, the, the, the white thing is, scrappy guys? We should almost preface every episode of this podcast with what you just said. <laughs> hey, Warning, just so you know. you're about to listen to three white men over argue over things that they all kind of agree yeah. upon. That's okay. Just, that's just every podcast. Though. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to try to 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 dig in. But it on, it's only eight albums each of us. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're you're looking at, at 32 albums are going to be drafted tonight, mm-hmm. which is going to leave a lot on the table. So it's going to be fun to see like what's what left what's left. Yeah. yeah. So go let's roll, roll this die. Um, we're going to go basically whoever ro- uh, rolls the highest number goes first. Uh, we'll go first, and then we should decide. Will the next person be? Th- we're sitting in a circular table, so. Should it be to the person's left or well, the person's right? We should right? go based on like, like, so for example, if Danny rolled the highest die and then it would be between me and Drew, between who rolled the highest between us to either go clockwise or counterclockwise. Gotcha. Yeah, so if both yeah. of you roll the same number, okay. you guys would re-roll. Yeah, there would have to yeah, be a yeah. tiebreaker. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I hope that the mics will pick up the sound of the die hitting the table. Here Just we go. My die I'm going to be the first here. one to roll. We got a two. That sucks. Strong start. One. Strong start. Hunter, right. Hunter's going to roll next. Another two. Another two. So that's not good. Danny uh, got a five. Got five. And Drew a three. Three. All, All right, right. So it's going so uh, this way. First, second. second. I'm second. Drew second. Ernest third. We're going clockwise Me from Danny. Fourth. Cool. So never trust Hunter with two picks in a row. <laughs> I know this from 10 years of fantasy football. <laughs> with Man, the guy. I, I, look, I'm going to tell you guys right pick. now, I'm taking this like I am actual fantasy draft. I'm not drafting with my heart here. Mm-hmm. I, I am d- drafting with my brain. Here's, here's what I want everybody to do when they make a pick. I want you to say the artist, the album and the year. And obviously the category that it's going in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny, what is your first pick? Of the 2000s album draft. I did not want to go first. <laughs> Man, me neither. At all. Man, I didn't want to go I, second I, either. You want to trade the first pick to me? Uh, you gotta go, baby. I you have gotta. to. I think, I feel like this is going to be heavily, like, fought over. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have to pick it first. Mm-hmm. This is from the year 2000. Mm-hmm. Pop genre. Oh my goodness. It is No Strings Attached by NSYNC. Whoa, number one pick. For all, no strings attached. Incredible, absolutely incredible. Look, hey, pick. you know what? It was on my big board of pop albums. It they, was on there for me. They dominated. They did it. Pop. Okay. In sync. Mil- first of all, better than the Backstreet Boys. Agreed. Yes. Definitely. Justin Timberlake still dominating the pop industry. Well, but if by better you mean better at music, <laughs> but does that mean they're actually better? Do you mean better as in like as better in like, at music or better as in like one of them listen, lives in the same town yeah. as we do? I mean, like if you're going by like the definition of the word, then sure. <laughs> okay. So no strings attached has gone. I'm in shock right we're, now. We're talking about absolutely. Yeah, no, bye, bye, bye yeah. is on this album. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we got Sp- I love this Space day. Cowboy, absolute banger. I know, I know you don't recognize it, but in parentheses it says yippee yay yay. So baby. now I know you know it. So Dirty Pop is on there though. No, Dirty, no, pop. Dirty pop is not. Pop on is not on there. Oh, Pop is not. Pop is on the next album. So, oh, so you're saying there's no, no, no strings attached. It's is, gonna be May. 
It's going to be man. It's going to be man. No, we're talking about still memed about. Yeah. By the way, yeah, like fucking digital, ramen. digital, get down, yeah, <laughs> ramen two, hair, JT, baby, two, two, di- bring in the noise. That was definitely on a Disney Channel original movie. I forgot which one. I think it was Smart House. Mm. I don't remember. But bring in the noise, bring down the house. You know, <laughs> everybody knows that one. But I had to finagle this one from you guys before you got your hands on it because I think the ones, the albums I want. I think you guys are going to fight over a lot of albums, but I don't think you'll fight over the albums I you, want. Danny, you are the wild card here. And yeah. frankly, you just proved it. Look, yeah. I'm going all in on Bonnie Vare, Fleet, Flock, Fleet Foxes. Um, that's next. That's does, next pod. Does, yeah. is Fleet Bright Foxes Eyes, is 2005. Does Bright Eyes have an album in this area? Yeah, yeah I don't they know. Do. Yeah, they do. So, yeah. They sure do, bro. So Danny takes... Insane. And sync, no, no strings, strings attached. attached. That is one of only four pop albums. By the way, down. if you look, like the album cover is just phenomenal. We're talking yeah. about the puppet mm-hmm. in sync. Yeah, literally okay? no mm-hmm. strings attached. Yeah. Beasts. All right, Drew. Second pick. What you got? I'm going to use rock and I'm going to go with my favorite uh, album of the early 2000s. Oh no, here we go. It's just Is This It by The Strokes. Yeah. That's my favorite album. Yeah. I, knew you, I knew you were I, it had, it, No, so it had to go. If I, only there's some way you could have taken it, This Danny. is was, the biggest lock for Drew. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I was like, if I don't pick, I like, I wasn't going to take this in my first round pick because I wanted Drew to have this. Yeah. This is Drew. Thank pick. you. I won't show you any mercy. <laughs> I wanted them so <laughs> right. bad. Don't worry. I'm going to take Coheed yeah, before this is, you. Uh, Danny, you must have known this was a lock for Drew. Also, I of like they would have been around in the second round. <laughs> no, then. there's no way. Also, doing a doing a once over of all the albums I've written down. This is also arguably the most influential album of the early 2000s. Along, like along, you know, especially if you're going with just guitar. This is music. their debut. Of if like you rock style, if you turn on right now the new alternative station for whatever city you're in, Strokes you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of early Strokes copycat bands, and it is 2020. It, we are almost 20 years from this album's release, and it is still shaping the yeah. entire sound of how bands want to be. And the Strokes just it is, came out with a new album, too. Yeah, it is inimitable. It Which is, was amazing. It's timeless. Mm-hmm. The The amount of cool packed into this album, I can't even quantify. Last night. Yeah, and then also just track by track, you can't skip anything. It's incredible. Uh, I yeah. Someday. Th- this is this is like the easiest call for me on the whole board. I'm in love with this album and I always will be. It changed my life when I first heard it through and through, which was like early in high school. I became a different person because of it. I became much more annoying. Two questions. Can you pick a favorite track? And the best track is hard to explain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. One hundred percent. Yep. And hundred percent. Yep. Which album cover? Uh, <laughs> the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, it's I think just, I might go with that it's females just on this one. hand on an ass. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the ass. Yeah, the non-American cover. Unfortunately, that's not the vinyl I have. But um, well, the, yeah, because we're in America. Yeah, stay tuned. Though. I'm, I'm gonna ass. get. That, I, I'm I gonna mean, get that this, ass. this is like a fucking perfect album. Like, I, like I can't express enough. Like, this is the right pick to have. Well, also here. speaking, Hunter, speaking toward uh, how dead rock was in the early 2000s, especially before th- this album came along. Rock was legitimately, it wasn't like figuratively dead. Like, rock in the year 2000 and before was actually dead. Well, I mean, this is one of those uh, we're going to talk about kind of as we go along with our other picks here about the avenues that rock went down. But this is this is the birth of garage rock. Like this album started that genre and that entire New York rock scene yeah. was partially kicked off. It's, because it's of this just album. it's a perfect little album and we love it. And the strokes is this it mm-hmm. their their debut, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I now I know I have to adjust my indie because I know my second choice will be taken by the time it gets back to me. And this is why I didn't want to pick first. <laughs> this is exactly why I didn't want to pick first. Okay, guys. <laughs> I'm sitting pretty here with pick number three. I'm feeling good about this. Where are we going with it? Because I knew I know Hunter and I are gonna he's about to scream at me as soon as I say this, but I have to jump on it. He's taking Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you taking? Daft Punk Discovery. Oh. So you fucking cocks for electronic. I, you should have expected. Yourself, you should have okay? expected Ele- Daft Punk to be gone in the first round. Like it should have been. Expected. I, I knew as soon as it hit the fourth pick, I was like, "It's not gonna make." It. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. An absolute stone cold masterpiece. It's the of an best album. Daft Punk album. Yeah, it's better than Ram. Oh yeah. I I like. I know that. That's. I think that maybe more people are coming around to that idea, but this is. Uh, you talk about influential albums. What are you, what genre are you playing this in? Electronic dance. Are you playing? Okay, no, because this also uh, this album inspired what pop music was for the next uh, twenty plus years. It's, yeah, it's it's the oh, definition yeah. of visionary. It's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. electronic, but not in the sense that you think that it's like something that you could only listen to at a house fucking underground club like you could literally play this in any situation and it's gonna fucking bang it's gonna funeral yeah put it on i just put on digital love at my grandma's funeral it went great so that's a respectable pick that's it that's a great i'm feeling really good about it i love one more time that's a solid first look love something about us like voyager it's every song on this thing this is crescendos like not even like one of the bigger songs like that song just fucking slaps i just i just put on that album uh preparing for the spot and i was just fucking dancing so now now we're in trouble though because we yeah, got so twice. I cannot believe pick Hunter. that and this album you made guys it to me. I know what two, album made it. There's so, four more picks till I pick again. <laughs> I so I cannot believe that this made it to me because I think that this is like objectively the best album of this period and probably of the entire I know 2000s. What, I know what he's gonna it's pick. Kid A by Radiohead. Yeah. Yep. Let's like you guys I are overthinking this. It's I'm it's really Radiohead's Kid A. Like what I'm are we really even talking about? I'm doing about the here? exact opposite of overthinking this, by the way. I'm picking albums that have meant the most to me. You're picking the album that's meant the most to other people. So oh, congrats. Well this is my favorite Radiohead <laughs> album too. And also talking about fucking genre defining. That's weird how I didn't is, hear you put this on once in high school. <laughs> I, I put this Where on Where were you in, in the car. year 2000? I was, uh, I was, well, that's the why, because I kind of played it through. Like, whenever I was like five, six, seven, like I would just go through with my, <laughs> with my, my Walkman and just play, just play like, I'm going to in its right place. That's not fair. Look, I, I'm so happy. There should also be an older I, sibling handicap yeah. for this whole draft. Tom York, if, you, if you have an older sibling, that means you got to inherit cool Tom, taste. Tom, I, Tom York appreciates Hey, <laughs> if that was the case, then I would have drafted No Strings Attached number one because I did have an older sister. Yeah, like, and I, I still have the CD-ROM of yeah. fucking no You would have taken attached. some Disney soundtrack um, from the early Tom, 2000s. Tom York really appreciates you taking off your diaper to listen to his album. No, I, so... <laughs> 
Honestly, if this has gotten back to me, I would have taken it. But no, fuck so you, this I is uh, <laughs> this is the be- I tell. I mean, Tom, everybody else in Radiohead says that so, this is the best thing they ever produced. Because also talk about this is an album. I'm putting the electronic uh, genre, but this is a album that can fit in pretty much every genre that we have on here. It's mm-hmm. rock. Yeah, so which it's one are you pop, choosing? Electronic. You electronic. had said. Yeah, I think I think you had said this is originally. well. This that's the right move. This it's is a electronic. great album to put into the electronic category because, because there's not a whole lot of electronic back then yeah well that the crazy thing is like when you listen to just the singles like uh national anthem or whatever like it's a rock album but then when you listen to the deep cuts it's like yeah oh. so like, you know you're right they started, you're getting, the they started getting into it's, that in rainbows realm where it started getting a little electronic if you put this into pop i would have been mad though yeah and you didn't. So right, what, congrats. What's, so what's, what's your, your next? Pick? Are you saying last time you were listening oh. to local uh, pop station, they didn't play everything. In yeah. Right place. <laughs> they didn't play tree fingers right. for you. I just want to, I just want to say that song, um, national anthem. That's the birth of Menomina. Mm, Shout yes. out to Brett. Yes. Friend uh, of the pop. Yeah, Radiohead sure. is the birth of a lot of <laughs> Brett bands. <laughs> okay. Radiohead so, is the birth of everything, everything, for example, which is not an insult, by the way. It's like how the Beatles are the birth of all my favorite bands. The, like, that, that like brassy, like bomb, bomb, bomb. That's, that's Menomina right there. Wow. So wow. Hunter, second pick. All right. So um, oh, fifth pick of we the have draft. no strings attached with Danny. We have, is this it by Drew? We have Discovery by Ernest, and then my first pick was um, yeah. Kid A. Which is an I am awesome pick. stalling because I am figuring That's out what my I second thought. pick is going to be here. I feel like you're using too much brain and power you know to what? remember what we picked, though. No. <laughs> And you know what? Here's the thing is that Five, I'm going to do four. something that's going to make you guys mad. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and take Funeral by yeah. Arcade Fire. No, that's like you should. Wow. That's oh. my second favorite album of the early 2000s. I, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm doing it because I think that some other, uh, even some more, are you some going indie albums? Which category? Um, for alternative indie. Okay. Okay. Um, so this, I good. mean, this is why you don't like Hunter with two picks. He just got kid a and funeral at the back <laughs> yeah. of the draft. I'm, I'm about to, to <laughs> shut to off the it. recorder and start over. Yeah. Like you, oops, I did it again. Is this, that what you meant? This is why we can I change my picks to oops. I did it again. And to, uh, mm-hmm. the M&M show. Oh, wow. Uh, wait, quick sidebar. Can I tell you about how, um, I was very mad because I thought I was like, cool electronic dance. I'm good. I can either have Discovery Kid A or if anything, if all else fails, I can have either Demon Days or I can have LCD's Sound Systems debut album. Both of those albums came out in 2005. I discovered yeah. late last night. Yeah, that's yep. next um, time. And I was like, I already saw oh, that. shit, I I'm starting Demon to run Days. out of options here yeah. that I can have. So. OK, so any thoughts on on Funeral before we move on? I mean, it's. My second favorite Arcade Fire album, but it is probably one of the greatest debuts ever made. Maybe um, the best. Debut. Yeah, like honestly, like to come out that fully formed is like nuts. It is it's wild, stupid, like man. how crazy. I mean that that album inspired what indie became for better and for worse, mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of people took all the wrong notes from Funeral and decided to make that. I'm looking at you, the Lumineers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wake up. They were yes. just like the broad strokes. Exactly. Of exactly. Yeah. Some, some but, could say Win Butler duck, dunked at home. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, shout out to my, yeah. also, if we are making a, if we're making a <laughs> celebrity all-star game, I'd love to see Tom York throwing to Win Butler on my team. Yeah, yeah, maybe throw in a little. Uh, a Do you think Tom York has ever has ever ha- handled a sports ball in his life? 
He, I could see him doing a little uh, cricket no. shuffleboard. Yeah, cricket. No, he yeah. doesn't play any fucking sports, guys. We well, are over <laughs> soccer. He's, he's a, a soccer. Nerd. He's kicked around a soccer ball when, when he was a kid. He had to, and he was like, he stopped hey, when he was eight. Shit. Yeah, let me finger bang this guitar. <laughs> All right, so now it comes back to me. Don't do this. Just be careful. I am going to go in the hip hop category. Oh, okay, no. go ahead, and I am going to pick. Gorilla's self-titled. That's yeah. a great choice. Yeah, great choice. choice. Uh, literally, like one of my uh, most important albums ever. Um, I had a little CD, portable CD player when I was a kid, and this and Backstreet Boys were like the two CDs I had on rotation. Um, Rock the house is it, literally that riff is burned into my brain. Like just on loop, just forever. Uh, it is one of, again, we're talking debuts here. We've already picked three debuts. It, as good as it gets when it comes to like coming out of the gate with a new sound, revolutionary take on what would come to define the 21st century, mm -hmm. which is like mixing genres. Like yes. this is not just a hip hop album. This is yep. electronic. This is rock. This is pop. Mm -hmm. This is it's everything. Yeah, you could have put it anywhere. Yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, it's the same type of thing where you really could put in a whole bunch of different types of genres. Yeah, and Damon and company would go on to make some of the Demon greatest. Days. Yeah, Plastic Beach. Like mm -hmm. they hit on something that nobody else did, you, and nothing else sounds like you Gorillaz. can't sell this album short though. It's got M one A one, which is such a good song. Oh, Clint Tomorrow comes today. Clint Eastwood, yes, like Clint Eastwood, obviously. Like still, so uh, let the Suzuki method. That's a that's a great song. Bonnaroo 2014. No one knew who Damon Albarn was on the main stage. Yes, pretty fairly empty show. Yeah, and people start running over as soon as he starts playing Clint Eastwood. Mm -hmm. Like that You're is like, the, oh wait, it's this guy. Del, Del like, came out. Del, yeah. Del came out for that. Yeah. Yeah. And then De La Soul came out for, uh, feel, uh, what is it, Feel Good Inc.? Yep, exactly. Which it, we'll hear much more about on the next episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The next yeah. Who the hell is going to snag that one? Yeah. So That's an early pick. It, it, it's, it's an absolutely, like, absolute banger of an album. It's still, like, you listen back to it, and there's still songs that are like, wow, this is, like, this holds up to a level where, like, it feels experimental and it's groundbreaking. So, it's in so ahead of its time. Yeah. It's so ahead of its time. Mm -hmm. Like that's how you I feel about a lot of Radiohead albums too. Mm -hmm. Like they're so ahead of its time. And Damon Albarn, and I don't know if you guys have been listening to Song Machine, like the songs that have been coming off of it. Most of it. I haven't heard the new one. It's really good. It's yeah. really, Aries, really good. Aries is like one of the best songs of the year. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it, it set the stage for what was to come and right out of the gate, what a banger of an album. Mm -hmm. Gorilla self-titled <clears> is my pick. So we swing back to you, Drew. Right. And I love to hear that because now if you have a tiny little baby brain, well, you're going to, you're going to call this category fraud. However, in the same way. Oh boy, mm -hmm. here we go. Mm -hmm. We didn't even tell the listeners mm -hmm. about how malleable we, we are going to be. I, well, we have to vote on music it. is malleable. Exactly. Music no. like fills multiple categories. And one category that is especially <laughs> malleable is pop. Because there literally isn't okay. a specific way that pop should sound. It literally stands for popular, popular music. Yes. Right. Music that bridges the gap between its base genre, which like, for example, for for uh, 
for a lot of like guitar based music. There's a lot of like pop rock. There's a lot of rock music, especially like before the 2000s. Most pop was also rock mm-hmm. uh, in the same way. The college dropout is pop. And it's, yes, and it's yeah. my pop choice. No, a hundred percent. So I actually, so I was going to say, I'm surprised that Kanye made it past your hip hop pick whenever you said that you were going hip hop. I thought that, that was yeah. going to go there. I honestly, I thought that you could have put, is this it pop? Yeah. Because no, that, I totally is, that had three but number one songs on it. I was, I was hoping to cheese it up with college dropout as my pop yeah. choice because this album is so fucking unbelievably good. And it is pop because it's his debut. I mean, and if anything, Kanye's biggest legacy will be bridging the gap between hip hop and pop. His that is what trilogy. he fucking did. And a lot of the credit toward that goes to graduation, but he did it in this fucking album, his mm-hmm. debut album, one of the best debuts ever. Again, speaking toward like funeral, it's unfucking believable. It has hits that are still played everywhere that you go to this day because they are simply undeniable. This is an undeniable album. Uh, I don't give a fuck about his legacy. This like imagine what you knew about Kanye West in 2004 when this dropped. Also, we should say 2004. Like this is on the cusp of a new chapter mm-hmm. in hip hop. Yeah. Like everything that came before this. um, pretty significantly different to what we hear on college yeah. drop and then there was you know there was still a battle between these little subgenres until graduation which very you know the the narrative of that was that it defeated 50 cents album like it, it marked the, the fact that hip-hop was now pop it was no longer its own thing 50 cent was number one on the billboard charts yeah however insane the, this album is unbelievable it, the the subject matter that he speaks about is so incredible that this is the same guy that we know in 2020 <laughs> like the it, to talk about th- the amount of pop culture references he drops in mixed with the amount of self-awareness that he drops in the anxiety o- over identity and who he is and who other people are uh and also f- flexing on top of that like it's it is work li- workout it's Jesus a, walks. Yeah, it's a smorgasbord of all oh. different types of hip hop up to that point. Like and half the album was on MTV. Yeah, it's perfect. It's yeah. a it's a perfect little album. Yeah. What's a what's your favorite track on that album? I couldn't even tell you. Because I think my favorite non-single is Breathe In, Breathe Out. Mm-hmm. I think that that beat could come out today and it would still be like one of the freshest beats that you would hear. A lot of this album could. Um, yeah. It's just it's a great album. It's How do you my, feel about the skits? Um, I love them a lot. And a lot of the I'm not a skit guy in, in most albums, but these skits are very funny and they contribute to the album. I think I think mid 2000s. It was it's a very for skits. skit. Yeah. I was going to say, depending on what other hip hop albums we take, we might have like all of us have skit albums. Yeah, I mean, look ours. at fucking Eminem. Like, yeah, look all at the track have, listing. It's it's wild. Okay, so that's my choice. Now we get Danny with two. All right. <laughs> well, I'm I got to say I'm very surprised this album made it back to me. Okay. I'm going again in the year 2000 again with Insync. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Rap. <laughs> um, Justin sings very fast sometimes. By the way, aren't he we beatboxes. Ha- aren't we happy I brought a bunch of Vizzies and Trulies cuz now we're fucking geeking. Uh-huh. You know? Are there any left? Uh yeah, there's yeah, And I have truly. to take an exam after this tonight. <laughs> Do it midnight? Yes. Um just submit okay. the album draft as the exam. Yeah. Are you on? <laughs> I should just get a degree from this. Yes. Okay. So, I'm majoring in podcasting. all out here. But so, the year 2000, rock category. Yeah. Hybrid Theory by Linkin yeah, Park. Yeah, baby. Oof. Great album. Man. 
this amazing album. Yeah. Like it's it's mm-hmm. just it it makes me miss Linkin Park so much more. Mm-hmm. Um This is yeah, this is the one, man. This album just I I mean point of authority, damn, one paper step cut, closer, one paper step cut, closer, <laughs> like crawling. Crawling in the end. Crawling in my skin. Even like I kind of liked some of the deeper cuts on like I really like high voltage in my December on this album. Like yeah. some of like the more ballady type stuff that they had, you went you went hip hop for this, right? Or, no, rock. Rock. Okay. Well, speaking of though. Can we talk about Collision Course? What do you mean? The Jay-Z. Oh, the mashup. Okay. Uh, We will on the next episode. So many. (laughs) I was like. So many people. No, that's that's 04, bro. So many people have tried. I pick next. (laughs) So so many people have tried to do that hybrid of rock and hip hop. Mm -hmm. And I think. Linkin Park and Jay-Z were the only ones that perfected it. And it it wasn't even their creation it was made like obviously because it's songs they both already had this was made by like mtv's like uh label i don't know who exactly was behind it but like whoever it was genius shit slayed it man like they did such like mashups are hard but with with hybrid theory i mean this is like a band like lincoln park i feel like usually you'd get just like a one-hit wonder scenario where they Mm -hmm. get the big single and everybody knows them for that. And that's it. But this album is like they managed to encapsulate everything that makes them great into this album. So to that point, this is why a band like Linkin Park doesn't come out in 2020. Like that oh, doesn't no exist. You have the uh, like <laughs> you guys are going to hate this example. But the closest thing to Linkin Park that's coming out of this type of music that gets radio play is like shit like the sick puppies where they just have like riptide play on the radio. And then you're like, that sucked. I'm never going to look into this yeah. band, but that's the version of that. This can only exist in like 2000 to 2007 range. But you're, you're referring to kind of like more like the sound of the music. And I think what Lincoln park does really well is they capture the feeling of the message of the words that they're trying to get across. It's not just about like, you know, cool musical sounds like there. Yeah. This dude is writing some crazy ass top, deep shit. Top to bottom, this is it. They're amazing songs. Yeah, that's they what are. it is. They're also, I mean, this obviously this band gets lumped in with new metal because that's what was happening yeah. around this time. Yeah. And it and this is a there. This is an iteration of metal. There's metal in their music, but they are not corn. They're not fucking limp biscuit. Of course, yeah. This is a lot better than that. Um. Shout out to like a really old 4chan post, which I will. <laughs> there's certain things in that post that I will not mention here, but one of the smart, it's one of the best commentaries on why music works that I've ever heard. And it's just like some 4chan post. He said the reason that kids relate so hard to Linkin Park is because all their songs are like, you know, seemingly like if you just read the lyrics, you're like, oh, yeah, that's about like a girl. Like it's about, you know, it's about him being yeah. angsty about a relationship. But he never, ever mentions a girl. So it can be about your parents. Wow. All and if you go and look at their lyrics, all of their songs could be about like fuck you dad. Like yeah. like in the end, like it's it's all of just about like how like man, you guys you don't even know. I'm going to fucking you don't even I'm going to lose my know. shit. I won't do what you I want. I tried so hard and got so far while I was studying for my like uh, chemistry test. Is in the end, yeah, it didn't even seriously, matter. Like, is it's unbelievable. End, is in the end the best Linkin Park song? Mm. Or no. Is it not even close. I no, I, I think Numb is my favorite Linkin Park song. My favorite is Numb Encore. 
Oh yeah, well, yeah. No, I mean that is the best. That's I think that's the best mashup ever made. Is yeah. that that thing? Like, it's like the type of stuff um, that you see on YouTube made by like some random user, I and mean, it was like a commercially released thing. Yeah, mm. it just it rocks. This album rocks. It's a great choice. What's your next pick, though? If I had to go by what's most important to me, I wouldn't choose this album. But I feel like I have to yoink it ever since. Fucking Drew took the strokes from me. Mm-hmm. This album is from 2004 for the alternative indie category. Good news for people who love bad news. Okay. All right. Okay. Modest Mouse. You thought Drew would take that from me? <laughs> I well, thought you, you know. would take that from me. I was going to say, I almost wore a Modest Mouse shirt here and I was like, no, I don't want to give away my picks too soon. Yeah. That's that's fine. And Maybe as I posted in our group chat uh, yesterday, this is not emo. It's As not some hard. Can we hearted uh, Reddit user said he was very adamant about letting us know. Yeah. That. So <laughs> I, I, I. That's the thing about. Um, well, no, I, it's the thing about Modest Mouse is that people put that on just kind of with the style in which uh, Isaac Brock sings and with some of the messages and stuff that is like emo themes. But this is like closer to like southern midwestern rock than it is yeah. emo it's almost folky there it is almost. yes now there is a lot of shared dna i can't deny a little bit southern midwestern rock is emo well yeah. no but it's more <laughs> I, it's closer they're closer to punk than they are to emo well yeah they're close they're i mean it's like that post says that you posted by the way ernie did you just google is modest mouse emo <laughs> I was just Googling like emo, emo, like in Reddit type of stuff, like emo Reddit threads. Emo Reddit. <laughs> so yeah. here's the thing. I don't go to Google anymore. I just use the Reddit search bar to find the answers to whatever I'm looking for. Yeah, but <laughs> arguably my favorite Modest Mouse song is on this album, Ocean Breathe Salty. Oof. Great song. Yeah, that one and Bury Me With It uh, and Float On obviously is on it. Um, I mean... Obviously, ever since my first choice was taken, which I wanted to take in the second round, but mm-hmm. you pig, you took it from me. So you could have taken. I can't be like I can't be guilty. You I went in sync. I thought in sync would be gone so early. Okay, I had to. Okay, because I mean, what what's popular pop? Okay, we're talking in sync, Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears. We're talking Christina Aguilera has got to be in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is Lady Gaga even in that realm? Not in this. That's uh, next week. Yeah. yeah. Next week, yes. So <laughs> I feel like I had to jump in early on pop because I wasn't necessarily as passionate about it. Mm-hmm. But ever since you took the strokes from me, which that album is easily like one of my favorite strokes albums. And like I cried when I saw them live and they were playing some of it. But you know, you only took that happiness away from me. So whatever. That's fine. I don't so. feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Keep trying. <laughs> Uh, but okay, that that's uh that's my third pick. All there, right, Drew. There is a there's a little gap in between this and my next pick. I have to think smartly, but also I do want to play with my heart. Um, because ultimately, what are the consequences if I do that? Nothing. This is a podcast. I, I put holes in. We have donors. Here. We have to. We we're accountable. Yeah. No. So what we didn't say before we started this draft that the albums that we draft, we can no longer listen to albums from this decade, (laughs) except for the ones that we draft. We now have to disavow those albums and we can only. So right now I'm in a very sad boy mood with Kid A and Funeral. Like it's not a lot of ups for me right now. Yeah. Going full 2020 embrace. 
Take off your pants and jacket. Fuck! I know. Oh, yeah. damn it! For heavy punk? Yes. Yeah. For heavy punk, Fuck. the Blink-182 album, mm. I, to me... Uh, this is very subjective because they have three albums or maybe even four that you could you could pick and I wouldn't really blink. This is my favorite album by uh, them. Pretty handedly. I, this is the best Blink-182 album. Um, Yeah. Anthem Part 2 is wh- what it starts mm-hmm. with, which is actually for me a top five Blink song. It yes. wasn't a hit in any capacity. It didn't chart at all. And then, you know, we get first date. We get smaller ones like Happy Holidays, You Bastard, that I love. The rock show is on here. Stay together for Stay the together kids. Stay together for the kids. Yeah. Every Man, time I look for you. I'm not even a child of divorce, but. <laughs> yeah. Yo, we all acted out, like it when we yeah, listened to that song. Dude, shout so out to C- CODs like me. are just out there. <laughs> Hope you enjoy <laughs> this time. I yeah. definitely did make my uh, mom play this on the way to dropping me off to my dad. My mom's like, you know, like, this is fine. Like, we did break up am- amicably. And <laughs> Shout out to Tom DeLonge who knew about the aliens all along. It <laughs> was mine. <laughs> He yeah. If you listen, he did know. Happy holidays, you bastard. Also, if you listen to Anthem Part Two, he also like wants kids to be able to vote in elections. <laughs> uh, weird, weird guy. <laughs> anyway, this is one of two pop punk albums honky. that I th- truly one of two pop punk albums in this period that I think are every single track is listenable. Yeah. There are only two for me, and I First picked this day. one because it meant more to me, particularly because I was even before I played drums, I, I always like veered toward drums. And Travis Barker is the, unreal. He's one of the best drummers in any popular band ever. I say popular because they're incredibly talented drummers that are slaving away in really boring mathematical bands who suck because that music isn't necessarily good, and typically, honestly, isn't. Uh, he is. He's the goat. Like he he's my goat, especially. I mean, for pop punk, obviously, it's not even close. He rocks, uh, and he had two guys who were re- pretty good at hooks. <laughs> so I'm going to take this opportunity to shout out the Great British Bake Off on Netflix. Please do. Um, Love to see where this is going. There's a new season out. Apparently, it's like a Netflix original now, which just speaks to like corporate, uh, you know, amalgamation of content. They did a challenge for all the bakers to make a cake bust of a person that they admire. And one of the bakers made a bust of Tom DeLonge. Is and that true? I am 100% serious. That's awesome. It looked like the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> it looked like I had taken some looking. bad acid. Did he choose? Uh, I'm talking about the Great British Bake Off, Tom okay. DeLonge uh, as a cake. Uh, looking <laughs> extremely off-putting. Um, it, honestly, it was really funny to see all these people try to make cake busts of all these people and fail miserably. Mm-hmm. Somebody tried to make a cake bust of uh, Lupita Nyong'o and she got voted off the show. Um, so that's racist. Not a chocolate. Well, fan. she no, she was black, so it's OK. The one black person in Great British Bake Off got voted off. So maybe don't watch the show. That show absolutely owns. It's yeah, it it's rocks. So, it does. It's so it wholesome rocks. and sweet and so much better than any American competition baking show. Anyway. Yeah, please <laughs> let's move on. No, no. I, I love the shout out there. Are What's you your, stalling? Yeah, what is your pick? Are you, are you doing what I'm, I'm ready to be heartbroken. So uh Drew just uh took off his pants and jacket from mm. Blink 182 and, and the then I picked an album. Tasty <laughs> in heavy punk category. <laughs> and you know, I could go a lot of ways here. But there's really only one way. Mm-hmm. And that's for alternative indie. Yeah. The killer's hot fuzz. Shit. I, I well, I have that in pop, but so yes. I was, I was thinking about going pop with one. that one. Again, album rocks. That's good. Like I said before, one of the seminal 
like life changing albums. Huge, for me. huge deal. Mm-hmm. No, this was for me too. Particularly, it was um somebody told me yes that uh, that song yeah. like it hasn't aged the best because the electronics in it are pretty corny. But like back then, I was like, what in the fuck is this? I I feel like it still holds up. I mean the the overblown quality of it and and the sort of kind of trying too hard type of deal mm-hmm. it it works no it works to a this, certain extent this album just rules like it's it's an awesome album front to back it's it's one of the best like i would almost call it pop over any other genre yeah, obviously no, it fits it, into your category perfectly like that's perfectly fair play but like this is a pop this is an album meant to be hits yeah this is like they did i mean it. even like one of the songs, I think it was a single, but it didn't get a ton of radio play, but Jenny is a friend of mine, which yes. is my favorite song on the album. It didn't oh, get a ton on, of radio oh, play, but on. that is still a pop song. Like mm-hmm. that is just pure pop rock. Yeah, they the came radio. out like we're going to pack stadiums. Look, listeners, the album is a dying entity in the year 2020 mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a life of playlists and singles. And so much of what we're doing on this episode is to celebrate a time when the album meant more. Mm -hmm. And there's still great albums that come out today. It's just there's fewer of them. Mm -hmm. Hot Fuzz is a fucking perfect album. Yes. Front to back. Like just their best work. Every single song is exceptional on every level. Mm -hmm. And I hear things in these songs that I don't hear in any other band, any other music, like there's nothing like this album. And I'm sure that it pulls a lot from, you know, new wave type stuff and, and synth rock from the eighties. New order. Yeah. It pulls a lot from that because that's how music works. And like you too, but only the good parts. (laughs) But when I hear a song, like don't you dare when I hear slander Bono like that. you can take you two in this draft if you if you actually want to Hunter I mean we all took you two by force from Apple when it got downloaded <laughs> no, that's yeah, gonna be on our draft of favorite albums that we didn't ask for but we just had in our playlist for some reason when I hear a song like all these things that I've done I'm transported mm-hmm. to a place where I'm like this I wish that I could make music like this like I I like hold my head and I'm like, there is no way in hell that I could ever dream of making a song as perfect like this. And it it fills me with like joy and envy and like this beautiful mix of, of overblown emotion that is it's amazing. It's amazing. And every song like yeah. on top, change your mind, smile like you meet it. Mr. Brightside. It's crazy. Mr. Fucking Brightside. This is one of the the albums that when you look at the track list and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's all of them, man. Mm-hmm. It's a great album. It's a great pick. The closer. We respect it. Oh, no. Yeah. Everything will be all right. Yeah. Great song. That's my pick. Hot fuss. Hunter, you get two. I have two in a row and I I love where I'm at right now. Like I I, I really love being in the back part of this draft now. I didn't think that was gonna like it, but I'm liking this more. Um so I'm gonna go with uh for one, I'm gonna go with the most influential emo album of this area for sure. And that's three cheers for sweet revenge. It is the best My Chemical Romance album. I think, ah. like, much better than The Black Parade. I think significantly better than The so Black Parade. So you went emo here, right? Yes. 
I'm yes. going in the emo category. Well, th- I was re-listening to both of these just because, I mean, because I often do and also for this. And the I think the main difference is with Black Parade, they were trying to make an instant classic rock album, which right. they did for sure. But this is an incredible, like energy packed fucking, it's way more loose cannon. Like the, the levels on certain songs are objectively bad in this album and it works. Like Helena mm-hmm. is way too loud. Yes. It'll blow out. <laughs> if you can listen on low so volume and it still clips. Just like a man. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot more raw energy in that album and it and it works well. It's it's the perfect fusion of when punk starts to become more that moody sound that goes on to define emo music. Um it's an awesome album. I think like, I would have went with it. It's, it's great. a perfect, perfect emo album. I absolutely love it. You mentioned Helena, I'm not okay, you the ghost of you hang them high. Like every album, every song, this uh, is another album that doesn't have a skippable track where I think that the black parade actually does have a number of very skippable tracks. Agreed. Um, that's yeah. Give him hell kid. Yes. Like, it's, thank you for the venom. Oh is another, my God. Thank Cemetery you drive so is another really good. Like, I'm not. Oh fucking K. I yeah. don't know if you could tell, but this was my emo pick. Yeah. yeah. No, One of, I, you fucking rat. <laughs> I, I wanted this. I knew it wasn't going to make it back around to me and I'm yeah. happy that it made it to the I end of the him, third man. round. My favorite thing about MCR is that, uh, Gerard Way is so unashamed to be so melodramatic all the time. Yes. <laughs> like he's so, so over the top dramatic. Which so is ironic song. because they actually apparently push back on the emo label mm-hmm. because it would like hurt sales apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, because it appeals to like 12 year olds and 12 year olds don't have money. Um, if you call it emo. No, but I think that, uh, it's funny. I now have a theme going on of uh, the albums I've used, not just of sad, but also of uh, bands that have inspired music for better and for worse with Radiohead, Arcade Fire and MCR like Jesus Christ. Listen to the band Aiden if you want to know how MCR goes bad or like, don't. that's how or just don't actually. Listen. No, just don't just listen to three cheers for sweet revenge and have a better time. What's your second pick? So with the first pick in the fourth round, I have a few different options here. I think I'm going to take a gamble and I'm going to take something I think is going to be gone by the time it comes back to me because I don't want to risk it. And in the pop genre, I'm going to go with Outkast's Stankonia. Okay. Yeah. In pop, uh, interesting. In pop, uh, there is three number one on the Billboard songs in this album. I mean, you have, of course, you have So Fresh, So Clean. You have Miss Jackson. You have B.O.B. You also I'm have, like, we talked about kind of this gangster rap. And Outkast is really important for that genre coming to the forefront with, I mean, shit like... uh we love these hoes and gangsta shit. And um, was it uh, I'll call before I come like with gangsta boo. Like there is so much outcast is just one of the most revolutionary artists of our or duos of our time that it was this. I mean, Andre fusion. Andre's Andre still a Big real Boy, like presence they, today. Hey, even Big Boy is still around, still doing stuff. But I when you talk about like not only their infusion of pop and kind of this especially atlanta style hip-hop but also kind of bringing in these artists that weren't super well known and giving them features that allowed them to blow up and go on to do bigger and better things beautiful pick i love it so i guess it comes back to me and i'm kind of stuck because i feel like 
I could secure something here, a big one that might go this, the rest of this round, or I could pick something that's very, uh, very near and dear to me that might not go this round. So that that's the fun of this game, you know, it's like, do you jump for something that you think might go? And I have a couple options on that front as to what I could go. Cause I have my doubts. Like I don't. I'm. I'm trying to read your eyes here, and I'm like, what is everybody gonna jump for? I'm here behind see the me eyes. singing Britney Spears behind my eyes. I think I'm gonna go for pop. Go for it. Justin Timberlake, Justified. Banger. Well, Banger. I, I did my pop pick, so I'm Banger. fine with that. But <laughs> if I were to choose anything that's not called Dropa, it would have been this album. This is like a incredible pop album. It's it's so good. I re-listened to the whole thing the other day. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's I fun. mean, uh, Crimea River. Senorita. Senorita. I feel like he broke free of NSYNC. Rock your body. With this album. And yeah. it's fucking beautiful. It owns. On every level. It owns really hard. It's. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also. It's emblematic of a larger theme in Timberlake's career, which is like he was not. Uh. He was not a given to happen in any way. Oh, no way. Because, you know, he was he, part of a group. Well, like, he was also so he was like the you know, he had the Mickey Mouse Club background. Like, that's he right. was like the groomed like he was like ready to be that. But Justin Timberlake has always been pretty funny looking. It's not like he was the hottest one in NSYNC. He wasn't. Yeah. He has weird like curly hair. He has a big old fucking beezer. He's a lot more like me. And you think <laughs> that he is your typical pop star. You think that this album was a clean break. But I don't think at the time it, it it was. I mean, we were pretty young back then. This is this is oh two. But I feel like this was a growing pains album for what came later for future sex and everything with that. Yeah. I think but that, this is also a better album than future sex. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, rock your body. Like there there are some absolute bangers. Timeless songs on this yeah, album. Yeah. Some of the best pop in the entire century, easily. For sure. Really I, I'm just cool. talking about like him reinventing himself. No, I know. It just it was it's it's shows like that a lot of his career has been orchestrated by the man himself. Like he insists upon himself because if you just saw him, you wouldn't think, oh, that's a pop star. He right. doesn't look like a pop star. He's just a star. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He it's, like it, he he has like he has a lot of vocal ability, but like a lot of dudes do. He also dances. He, yeah. well. He's a pretty and, good dancer. And he can act too. Well, like. here's here's why I wanted this because he beatboxes. Yeah, and this fucking album, and, and, and it's mm, mm. how often do you get that? Mm. You just don't fucking get fire. it, man. How often does anyone beatbox it's, on a yeah. on a recorded song? <laughs> it's so strange that in like number one pop songs, you have a guy beatboxing. I'm, That's my pop pick. I'm really scared for what you're going to pick here. I think it's I think you're about to take what I want really bad. I doubt it. Um, well, you never know. So you're I, a big amnesiac, right, guy, right? I actually love that album a so lot. Do I so do yeah. I like that album too. But I don't I don't want to compromise and get the second best Radiohead album in uh, this crop. Yeah, you know I what would, I mean? I wouldn't either. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Shut up. Stop talking to me. Um so you're gonna really like this picture. Suspense. I know this is a tough one, I'm not gonna lie. Just don't just don't do what I'm what I'm thinking right now. Or else I'm gonna get mad. Wait, can we? Well, Drew, we'll stall for you quickly. Let's go over our picks that we have so far. So we're not even halfway yet, by the way. We're at four. We're, we're, we're two we're, picks. Oh, from two picks. Okay, so we'll do a, a recap after you have your. First after I have my fourth yeah. pick, yeah. 
We we can stall a little more. I Drew, just, you, you have, have to five, make a pick. You gave me a countdown, so five. Emo. Four. No. <laughs> Three. Don't. No, I don't think this is what you want. I don't think this is the other album, the other pop and gum that I think you can listen to every single track. Stop. And it's all incredible, and that's from Under the Cork Tree. Oh, Fall Out Boy. You can have that. One. Um, that does not come out before two thousand five. That's oh five, bro. That is two thousand five. Is so, no, I think it, isn't it 04? Nope, that is it's 2000. So there's only one Fallout Boy that is their single, don't their do for it. their debut album it. that comes out, which is a great That's album. That's literally what I was thinking about. So um, do not take take this to your grave. I will murder you. I don't, I don't want to take this to your grave. <laughs> oh, thank God, because I'm picking it next. I don't compromise. <laughs> I get my favorite from whatever group it is. Like I knew as soon as you said, I was like, that does not come out because I did my research. I could have sworn it did. That makes my choice easier, actually. Hip hop, Mad Villainy. Fuck you, God, fuck you to hell. Um, <laughs> one of the best hip hop albums ever made. Uh, a lot of what's in this album, like, doesn't even make a lot of sense, and also didn't make perfect sense until more recently, because this album, like was at no point a hit obviously it's not meant to be it you, you could almost put this in the indie category i was literally listening to this album yeah on my way this is a heavily like, independent it's also album. it could go in electronic yeah this is like kind of created that new industrial sound that would go on to define a lot of yeah. like, the death grips i i couldn't do that like i thought about that but i would i would call that category fraud because uh, it's it's electronic to use samples but there are no synthesizers in this I, album it's all fake beat i mean uh, Javier you know bardem I mean? one supporting actor when he's in the majority of the movie in no country for old men so who cares so this is the so we are the oscars right yes. now the yeah. the immaculate uh marriage between mf doom and uh madlib madlib has made incredible albums since then with other artists both of his albums with freddie gibbs just fucking they they bop hard they're so good uh but this this is the peak of both of these artists and it's not even close uh the way that these beats they're so grimy and lo-fi and yet so perfectly constructed that you never doubt for a second that it's on purpose it's all on purpose uh, and then MF Doom's lyricism on top of that is just, it's, it's literally icing on the cake for me. I could just listen to these beats all day. They're, they're perfect. Uh, you, you really couldn't make it's unmatched flow too. Well, yeah, he, he's on another level in terms of, he doesn't rap on beat ever. Mm -hmm. Like his flows are not on the beat. They're all over it. It's, and it's also not like someone like DeBaby who's always on purpose way ahead of the beat. He's crazy ahead. And sometimes that bugs me about him. Uh, MF Doom is never on it and he's sometimes he's way behind sometimes he's ahead but it always is right somehow and that's like kind of an so alchemy production thing. is so yeah good. it's it's like an alchemy thing that I couldn't explain like he just he hears these beats and he knows where to be even if it's not technically correct and this album to me is a 10 because of that it's just a perfect marriage mad villain mad I, I absolutely love this album i did i kind of had a feeling that might be gone by the time it got back to me but i'm I'm glad that it got drafted here because it's one of those like albums that your favorite artist tells you inspires them but i feel like a lot of people haven't listened to mad villainy like the mass public and it's fucking incredible yeah it's still like, underrated i i feel like oh yeah just it's like so an, many... it's like an indie boy you know hit basically like all, yeah, the, like, all like the music people like we like, like they to definitely to be, know like, yeah dude if you have you not heard all caps bro no but i was like, gonna say is, all caps could come out tomorrow and you'd be like well, this that's is the, the freshest beat that i've ever yeah heard. if it's it's 
you if you remove all pretense of being like an indie kid in the 2010s it's still the incredible it's still a 10 so listen to it um so we're back to you well Ernie. to me now. no 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 it's it's danny yeah so you I'll, got two picks i know i'll pick you and then we that yet. We're, we'll are, do we, recap. are we gonna do the recap yeah. of what we picked okay uh, we're halfway, halfway uh well point. obviously i'm picking uh mm-hmm. we all know take this to your grave by fallout boy Woo! Yeah. um so for emo for emo okay yes so I got to write it down in my little notes real quick. I mean, hey, that that's I- a great pick for you. I like it. I think that this album is really underrated in Fall Out Boy's discography now at this point. You know, you might hate me for this. I think it's their best album. I think it's better than From Under the Cork Tree. That's that's insane. I think I have it at four, but it's like a very loose four. It's because I think that I think Infinity on High or From Under the Cork Tree, Infinity on High and Folia Do is like, arguably one of the best three album stretches of any pop punk band ever do you feel do you feel like they got away from like the raw type this, of this approach w- you could even put this at punk or like because this was yes. the most punk they've ever sounded yeah. you know and for me this album is very near and dear to me because I know you guys know I go to a lot of concerts. This was the first concert I've ever oh, gone to. The God. first concert I ever went to was Fall Out Boy, Hawthorne Heights, and All American Rejects. That sounds like Warp Tour. And <laughs> then from first to last with Sonny Moore. So Skrillex, my dog, was there. Mm-hmm. You know, technicality. But he was whipping I, his hair. Dead on right arrival, Grand mm. Theft Autumn, Saturday, Homesick at Space Camp. Sending postcards from a plane crash, grenade jumper. God, it's it's a, Chicago is so two years ago. Like this album is fucking incredible. I do love one thing about Fall Out Boy is as much as they've kind of moved, they've kind of evolved themselves to still be relevant in the two thousands. I think for worse for their music, but the for better yeah. for better for their overall sales because they are getting new fans because their new music they're making is just more popular than pop punk now. Um, but I do still love, I've seen Fall Out Boy live three times now. Every time their last song, they play a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that is their still, closer. Yeah. Still. And that's fucking awesome. I love that. I would have thought like, it'd be uh in centuries. I, I remember, I remember hearing Saturday for the first time live because I, I didn't really jump into there. <sighs> so good. And it was, it was my first concert ever. And I remember my ears fucking hurting <laughs> from like how loud the band how bad, was. And everybody's screaming Saturday. And it was like in an auditorium <laughs> in Miami. I remember hearing Indoors. this and that's, I, like, cause I loved this band before I went and it just, it was nuts. I remember headbanging like crazy, like, like, cause this was huge when you're a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And this album is just so close to me and I'm surprised it made it this far that I was able to pick them. Cause I had a second choice, but I was like, this album means yeah. way too much to me to let it go. I, I will say girlfriend of the pod Gaia will be very happy with your selection because um, Fall Out Boy is her favorite. Yeah, I love, I love Fall Out Boy and everything like <laughs> we're Faleo a fob do and back. Pod. Like those are my yes. favorite. Yeah. What's your next? Well, let's, well, let's, let's recap. We'll we, do, we're at the halfway point right now. So you want, you want me to just go top to bottom? So I picked in sync, no strings attached with my first overall pick, with pop, with pop. I picked hybrid theory rock. With my mm-hmm. second pick, mm-hmm. I picked Modest Mouse. Um, good news for those that love bad or what is people. It? Good news yeah. for people who love bad little, news, and you do you know? lose the pick because you're <laughs> missing it. You did not. I knew you were going to take it from me, so I had to. Okay. I didn't have a is choice. That, is that what you think I'm going to take? I and see. then I chose Emo. Take this to your grave by Fallout Boy, and I get one more pick after. But mm-hmm. Drew, if you up. will, 
please be. Is this it? Fuck off, dude. I was so mad you For did that. Alt- I really thought that was going to make it back to me. Is that your alter or your rock? That's, that's my rock. Um, is this is my rock album. Then I come back for pop. I go college dropout. You're kidding me. How did, <laughs> how did it get back to me? Oh my God. That's fine. This is a runaway. It's not the best Kanye album of this period. This is the only Kanye album of this period. No, it's not. It literally is. No, it's not. Is this a joke? Are you? No, I, I'm, I'm being serious. There's another Kanye album that comes late out. Late registration? Yeah, that comes out in 2004. You're the guy who argues late registration. Well, I mean, this is also the guy who didn't pick Travis Barker for his pop punk band. Anyway, <clears throat> like registration is 05. It was also released in 2005. What are you talking about? <laughs> but like some people first heard it in 2004, so it does count. No. So he showed it to his mom. Yeah, incorrect. It's also college dropout is just better. Um, so I get college dropout round three. There's no way he's still got juice. He takes take off your pants and jacket. And I did all over all of you. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Which, yeah, one of, I, I took four albums that mean the most to me because then I got Mad Villainy, which is uh, the 2010s grower album that, you know, obviously I didn't know about that album when I was eight years old, but now it's the greatest. What did you get? Okay, I've got um, uh, Daft Punk Discovery for Electronic Dance, Hip Hop, Gorillas Gorillas, Alternative Indie, The Killer's Hot Fuzz, and Pop, Justin Timberlake Justified. You have a solid team. Solid yeah. team. Yeah. Like, I love my team, <laughs> but goddamn, Ernie's giving room so for his money. It's funny that you said that, that you like his team, because I think that's best, most well-rounded team. So Dog far, shit. Started off here, somehow made it to the fourth pick, the, like, objectively the best album of probably the entire decade, Kid A. Radiohead. Yeah, if you like being objective. Um, and it's like the their best third best album. Objective is overrated. So that is wrong. That is a bad take. That is their third best album. What two albums would you put ahead of it? In Rainbows. In Rainbows, one hundred percent. In Rainbow. Oh, okay, cool. So you like you like basic rock music. <laughs> I like Twilight. So what? And <laughs> In Rainbows is an un. It's it's off the board. Okay, it's, it got a medical scratch. It's okay. Not computer is definitely better. That is no, yeah. no. I, I, I would actually. I, that's an argument right there. I for think. Sure. I think Kid A is the best produced album that I've ever oh, heard. In my okay, life. Computer and In Rainbows are definitely better, in my opinion. I, and that's why I didn't choose okay, Kid A. Hard disagree. Um, number two pick made it to the second round. Thought it would be long gone, knowing the company that I was in. I got Arcade Fire's Funeral. Loving that with my alternative indie pick. If I was going with uh, my brain, I would have taken it. But if yeah. I'm going with my heart, that's the second Look, round pick. So I go for wins. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going for here is dubs. Um, came back around to me. Bill filled Bell's that emo category with a real sweet three cheers for sweet revenge by MCR. I'm so and jealous of that pick. I'm with so my mad. fourth pick uh, in the pop category, I have Stankonia by Outcast. Mm-hmm. All right, Danny, you got another pick. Let's hear it. I'm very torn. I don't know. I have a feeling my heavy will not be chosen, but it's so. Do your thing. It's such a huge deal to me. Do your thing. This I, is all about huge deals. I also don't. We're all about huge I also deals don't think that you guys will take this hip hop album. Do it. But I'm going heavy. I think so. Just because this band is someone I've never seen live. And I would give 
a testicle for. On your to-do list. 100%. If they're anywhere on the East Coast, I'm fucking going. What's okay? this? System of a Down toxicity. Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you straight to hell! <laughs> Fuck you! God damn it, all the shit! I had to, man. We knew this was get, gonna get rowdy. I didn't think it would take for the fifth round to get this. They slid this far. I had to do it. Toxicity is bullshit. by system of a it's down. Bullshit. This is bullshit. Is this is fucking bullshit. I'll trade you three cheers for sweet revenge for this. Can we do a draft? You should have drafted them earlier. Can we do a draft? Like, I would have taken three cheers here. I'm about to walk out in the fucking draft. I think this what bullshit. this really means is we all know that next episode Hunter is going to reach on uh, hypnotize. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, first round. Cigarro, cigarro, cigarro. Yeah, I mean, so does like. This, 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 like band, we forget how huge this was. In like, they're still big and they're so highly coveted for every single festival. They've played like one concert in the last four years, and that was for liberation of Armenia. Yeah. Okay. The the like, political charge has aged so incredibly well of this album. The like, prison song, like prison song, bounce, forest, Atwa, yeah, jet yeah, pilot, yeah, yeah. deer dance. All of these songs are absolutely like impeccable songs because they're so it, it was such an it's an abstract album yeah. <laughs> that's just so like like on a receiving right now i'm so <laughs> this, so upset like, i can't tell you how sis, like to me system of a down like if you ask me now as almost i'm almost 30 by the way if you ask me top five bands of all time system of a down is there there's nobody else like that. so toxicity is the greatest album to come out this decade I like that is my then favorite. That is my favorite pick album. Kid A as your first pick because I, you know what, <laughs> this happens in the draft every year. He's not thinking with his heart. It's I, fine. I, no, you know it's fine. Like honestly, it's good. Yeah, good luck seeing them live. I don't even care. <laughs> they're going over there. They're fighting. Look, you can go with Surge, me. You, you know, can go. Wait, best. wait, wait, wait. Were they supposed to play Boston Calling this year? No, I would have no, no, died. No, no. I, they, that was uh, rage. That I, was rage. I, I no, would have murdered system, a small child. Okay, so like, they, I would have been so. System is a classic band where every year they're like, oh my God, it's rumored they're going to come back and do a tour. They're and they, they never, never do. do. They, they never, never do. do. The thing is, you said the East Coast. I will go literally anywhere in the country to see them. If they said they were playing an LA show, I would buy a ticket to Los Angeles. Yeah, to go see yeah you know what? I'll agree with they you. They are my number one bucket list band. They are, yeah. They're one of the most unique bands of all time. Them, Rage Against the Machine it's, is it's, another one I'm yeah, dying to it's, see. It's really hard to place them like in any company. They're just so inimitable. I mean, just Serge's voice alone. Yeah, that's like, yeah, you can't cover them because of his voice. It's like, I'm not saying like, <laughs> I'm so glad I chose this. I'm so mad. Like, I, I'm so fucking pissed this, off. This album, I thought that this was a lot because I was like, Drew and Ernest are not going to pick System of a Down. Well, like, I knew up, that man. you guys, First what, you guys all, are going to bang your fucking heads? You don't do that. I thought you, I, Drew, I, you have a very sensitive spine. I that's know true. I get headaches. You. Yes. So. <laughs> No, I think Hate that him. this, I fucking love talk. I mean, it's not my favorite System of a Down album. I think I'd say that it's probably their third best album. Whoa. Yes. Um, at least second I mean, best for at, me. Since you took it, he would say that. No, 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 no. no. I just, I, objectively, I have one album that I think is like. Would you say Steal This Album is better? No. Um, cause I'm not gonna, that's, that's also in this five year span. I, well, I think that even their self-titled is like kind of underrated. It's like much less uh it's hard to call it poppy but uh 
less listenable, but I still love it Sugar for what it is. is. One of my favorite songs. Sugar. Did, did did Rick Rubin produce all of Systems albums? I'm pretty sure he did so. most of that. I know he did. Uh, he did this them, one yeah, for yeah. sure. This is easily the heaviest album that's going to come up in this in this draft in particular. This is ah! a super. No, this is a crazy heavy punk album. Like it's so so. Like if you listen, the smaller tracks that weren't hits are like fucking blast beat level shit. There is some really good metal in this era, though. Yeah, yeah we'll see if it actually comes up. I'm still. Aerial. I'm now. Dude, but listen, go ahead and take Aerial's your take your coheed, I think it's okay. that was a fuck. That might be my favorite. Co- there is my no, favorite uh, system song. There yeah. is no song that will beat Chop Suey in terms of like borderline chaos it's actually, in this whole draft. It's actually one of my least favorite system I, songs. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think Chop Suey is, I think that BYOB is like a dramatically better uh, pop yeah. song. BYOB like pop is song one of my favorite this. songs ever. Yeah, yeah. Yes. no, you're right. You're totally it's, right. It's I mean, one of the most fun well, songs. Like as, far as, their, as far as their like radio hits that they had, I think that Chop Suey, it's like fine, but it's like, I don't even think that the band really likes Chop Suey because it's like kind of corny and like it gets too well, that's mellow. Well, that's next week. That's next week. Well, my, my legendary pick, though. I You were visibly angry. Any pick, this is goes I'm not even for mad. fantasy football Honestly, as well. Like, I'm not even mad. This um, is why we're doing I'm like, this. I'm actually, I'm really happy that you made that pick. Like, that's actually, yeah. that's great for me. This Any, is why we're doing this. Me. Any pick that makes Hunter mad is a good pick. This is true with fantasy as well. That's why I loved this, Brian's draft, because he's in our league now. For yeah, but, he just Brian made Hunter mad at every two, pick he took. So now who looks bad? My next pick, uh, I'm going emo and I'm going tell all your friends by taking back Sunday. That was my second, cho- my, my third yeah. choice actually, but amazing pick. Timberwolves in New Jersey, such an yes. underrated song. Underrated. Uh, best, underrated. Uh, this, yeah, it's it's like one of the best emo albums ever made. It obviously, like emo heads will hate all of our emo picks because like true emo is a lot <laughs> less palatable than any of this. Uh, and palatable means listenable. And this is a very listenable emo album. You can listen to this front to back. Um, it's imperfections, much like I said about the MCR album that you picked, Hunter, uh, play in its favor because this it, this needs passion in it. And the imperfections are not aggressively bad in any way. They like it's OK to have a voice crack here or like uh, a note that's played a little bit ahead of where it's supposed to be there because this is an album. If it were polished, it would sound worse is what I'm saying. It's incredible. I think that cute without the E cut from the team is a top five pop punk emo song ever made. I think it's a, a perfect song. Just like the first of its kind. It felt like, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it's a revelation still. If well, I mean, it. it's so even, good. So to your point too, I, we were talking about this off mic before, uh, but this album also uh, has a dig at a former band member, Jesse Lacey, who left the band. Fuck uh, you. Uh, Due to some, uh, we'll call them creative differences as well as possible relationships with other people's band members, girlfriends, um, allegedly. Uh, and in the song, there's no I for there's no I in team. They literally sing, is that what is this what you call attack your spuddle as a brick in the smell of my back? Which is they're just singing a lyric from 70 times seven, the brand new song off of your favorite weapon, which is the kind of like very cutthroat shit that only happened in this genre of email music where there was like pop punk band feudings yeah with each other yeah it's there's there's lore i love it uh the first song i ever heard by them was you're so last summer mm-hmm. um which is like one of the best 
uh, like down tempo, (laughs) extremely emo, like relationship songs I've ever heard, like breakup songs, basically, because the second I heard it, I immediately all I could think about was the girl I had a crush on. And that is literally the point of this Mm -hmm. music. And so this this album succeeds on every level. Well, they they're also like I I just even like songs like uh, Great Romances of the 20th Century, which is like kind of more of a ballad type of song. There's not really like a firm song structure to it as much of like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. And it's just really beautiful, mm-hmm. really well done. It's, Ghostman on third. Yes. Oh. It's it's flawless. It's great. And I'm happy I got it. All right. I'm next. Oh, you rat. Don't um, <laughs> I'm going to go with a wild card pick here. Yeah. Maroon 5 songs about Jane. Oh, this was an Ernie pick through yeah. and through. Yeah. You had yeah. to have I, I saw it on there. I was like, I'm not even going to pick it for Ernie. See, you know, that's what you do. When We're you friends. know that somebody Chris, Chris, else on the pod likes something a lot, you don't actually take the that fuck from up. Them. First of all, I, you've literally never said "System of a Down" to me. I almost wore a "System of a Down" shirt today. But you didn't, and but I was like, I don't want to do didn't. that because yeah, I don't want to give away my. You're, fucking you're acting picks. like Danny knows like everything about you. I know, like I you lived with you things. for five years. You know these you know? things. <laughs> um, uh, songs about Jane is a perfect album. <laughs> By a band that has completely fallen off a cliff Not in the close. 2010s. Um, I mean, the same can be said for Fall Out Boy. It's, it, they're both bands that gave up their songwriting powers. But well, they started yes. out in a place of bliss. That's what this album is. It's absolute <laughs> bliss. Not in a way that's like fun time, easy listening. Like it gets this can get a little heavy. So like, this is this is your your wild card pick. What's your pop pick? Uh, JT justified oh my god you're fucking killing it right now yeah uh harder to breed uh this love shiver i mean it it just track by track every really this is one of the horniest pop albums ever made yeah this is an aggressively horny album um sunday morning Mm. i mean oh my god my god Adam Levine Man, is this gross. was a sleeper pick. This was a sleeper pick. This was a very popular album that I did not. It did not hit my radar because at all. because when you think of Maroon Five in 2020, you think of dog shit. Yeah, you think of like uh, I got the moves like Jagger. I got the moves like Jagger. You don't think of wow. I got so tangled or the sun. Oh my god, the the guitar on the sun the the way you can hear the fingers moving from fret to fret and the recording is just like oh my god that shit is fucking visionary it's so good secret uh sweetest goodbye i'm telling you literally every single track on this thing is absolute perfection for me i had a psp that was loaded with this album the killers um, I think Weird Al Yankovic's uh, Straight Outta Linwood was also in there. Um, <laughs> this was the one where I just put on a loop. You, when I met you, this is something I clocked about you. I was like, oh, Ernie really likes songs about Jane. And because that was when you're like a freshman in high school, that's not an album that anyone's talking about. I and mean, I were talking always, about this love. Well, well, no, not when we were freshmen in fucking high school. The album came out in like, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- and I love. No, this, this album. is 02. It's that early. Yeah. This wow. is O2, dude. This is a great album. Um, it's it's phenomenal. It they were they were willing to get like pretty you know, 
overdrive distortion-ish with their guitar and still like smooth and mellow. This is, yeah, this is a very perfect blend. This is a good pop there's, rock there's, album. There's seven total categories, right? Mm-hmm. Eight. Eight and plus eight. including wild cards. And with that pick, I'll admit there I have three choices left. I only have four more albums that I wrote down and I'm gonna get them. I'm that confident. Are Hunter, you're next. Are you now? Yeah, go ahead, Hunter. Well, this is not one of the albums that you've written down. Um Danny, I am still very upset at you about taking System of a Down, but I am happy that you drafted a Modest Mouse album and you didn't even draft their best album that came out in this period. Not even close. It's 2000s, The Moon in Antarctica. Um, This album came out in the year 2000. This is their best album. This is the best thing. What slot are they going in? Uh, They're going to go in my... I'll put them in my rock category. Um they are kind of uh this is an album that can kind of slide into pop punk or into more of a punky sound because this is their best album my opinion because it fuses the lonesome crowded west and that very raw sound that they came onto the scene with with more of the refined poppiness that wanted to define um good news for people who have bad news and um some of their Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. We're like six truly's in at this, this point. This is why people um, listen to this <laughs> podcast. Um, this album is fucking perfect in every single way. It is the perfect fusion. This album, like Loki, is very inspirational for introducing kind of the space echo heavy phaser sound to indie rock. Like that's just all over this album. It's a little bit of a concept album, which is something that they've never done before and never done since. And it's just about very cold and lonely places, cold and dark places. And I'm now looking at my list and my list is very depressing, which maybe that just shows the state of mind that I'm at um, with the world today that we are in. But this isn't just a downer of an album. Um, there are just absolute complete bangers on here. Of course, Gravity Rides Everything is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiny C- City May of Ashes is really good. Between that Third and... Um, Planet, Dark Center of the Universe are both amazing. Well, I was going to say, so between... Yes, yeah, I mean, those are incredible. Tiny City May of Ashes and um, Alone Down There, That's songs like that are why people call Modest Mouse emo. You, is because it's like that dark whispering and like maniacal laughing and then very much screaming choruses. They're also like, like an 11-piece band or something. Yeah, I you I know, mean, they're... I They opened for Black Keys when I saw them last year, and I want to say they kind of played way better. Wow. Like, I, it, they're it, unbelievable. I, I saw them at Gasparilla Fest one time with, with Joey, and we had an amazing time. Then I was like, I saw Black Keys were coming, and Modest Mouse was open. I was like, ah, you know, I loved Modest Mouse when I saw them. I love the Black Keys. And I remember seeing Modest Mouse, and I was like, this is amazing, and no one's dancing. What is going on? Well, it is funny. I, I This is just slightly speaking of the Black Keys, which I'm sure we'll talk about them in the part two uh, when oh, we do our album draft. Oh. But it is funny uh, about, I've never seen the Black Keys live, but after listening to some interviews, they were on a podcast with a couple of guys from Vampire Weekend. They were talking about how they were like, yeah, we uh, we practice like once before we go on tour and then we just kind of figure it out on the road. And that kind of sounds like, from a lot of what I've heard of their live shows, it's like kind of hit, hit or miss. Like sometimes they do seem kind of off with each other because they just don't practice. Where Modest Mouse, they're like a very calculated band. I mean, very Isaac calculated. Brock is... 
He's kind of the mastermind well, behind all be, of you this. You have to be with the, with a band of yeah, that with size. With that big, yeah. You know, when you have like Black a Keys two is piece. literally two guys yeah. and then like one random dude also playing the bass and the other another guitarist. Like, you can kind of wing it, but it's that's a little. A good, I, it's a good pick. I I, I really really love this album. I'm learning. I'm starting to after. Um, System was taken from me. I'm gonna take this. This is actually like one of just my favorite albums of all time, and. Um, in the words of Modest Mouse, it takes a long time, but God ties too, but not before he sticks it to you. Jesus. So, and that was your first pick. <laughs> I've wait. I still have another pick. Oh, you do. Okay, go ahead. So now I'm reading you. I'm trying to figure out what you're going to want to pick here. And I'm looking at my list here. I actually need to figure out what I have left. So currently, I have hip hop, heavy punk and wild card left. So I'm, I'm picking partially based on what I want and partially because of need at this point. However, Oh my God. I, that, that's the thing as it gets to the end is like you get put into a little bit of a corner. I'm, I'm 100%. None of you are going to choose who I want for electronic. Like I'm 100% sure. So I will draft Mr. Irrelevant and it'll be, so, so easy. It'll be so irrelevant. Um, See, that's what I, I'm thinking about my life. So that's what so I'm thinking. With, I feel then. like I have a couple of my picks that I know that you guys aren't going to take at this point. So I do feel a little bit more safe. Here. Hunter, you have to make a pick. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take an album that I know that you guys would not have on your list. And it is it's going in my pop punk heavy slash heavy genre because this is a pretty heavy album. And that's at the drive-ins relationship of command. Oh, that's solid. That's this good. album is in fucking incredible. Like this is such, such a good album. And I just got into the at the drive-in fairly recently. Like I knew like kind of their bigger songs, like one arm scissor. Cause I think that was on like a fucking rock band or something like that. But this I'm wearing a pup shirt today. Pup would not exist without at the drive-in. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like so many of the punk Bands that we know and love today would not exist without At The Drive-In. Wait, hold on. So did you have any sort of unsureness between picking At The Drive-In and the Mars Volta's Deloused and Comatorium? Uh, I did not because I don't like the Mars Volta. They're literally the two no, same frontmen. I know, I know that they are, <laughs> but I don't like the Mars Volta sound as much. I like, uh, like At The, the Drive-In is more heavy and that's, I like that sound more. I've I've never really gravitated as much to Mars Volta. I think um, I th I think that at the drive-in has like a more like you know punkish sound. So that's probably so why you gravitate. I to do. It well, more. I do. Want to, have you ever listened to Sunny Day Real Estate? No. Okay, so that is they rule. At the drive-in is the spiritual successor to Sunny Day Real Estate. That sound. If you listen, like Sunny Day Real Estate are like the godfathers of what became emo. Like they were heavily featured in that Vulture piece. Uh, the top 100 emo songs because they are really the godfathers of emo. They created emo back in like 1994. Yeah. Um, it's almost like grunge punk. What they yes. Did. Um, but at the drive-in is like the next logical step of that. Wow. I mean, I still think like if you listen to like songs like Quarantine or Cosmonaut or no, at the Infidel, amazing, like but Invalid Litter de Department, like that shit is just fucking incredible. It could come out today. It would still be just like fucking banging. I love, love, love this. I album. mean, Omar and Cedric are yes. amazing. They, like, I, they're incredible. Like, and Next year week when I'm here, you guys will hear from the Mars Volta because one of my favorite albums of all time is by the Mars Volta. And 
I think you'll be a little surprised which one it is. Is it actually a Coheed album? No. Oh, okay. Not even close. All right. Okay. All right. I have three more categories to fill. So and I'm, I'm feeling the heat right now because I've basically put myself in a corner here where I have to pick an album that fits as squarely as possible in one of these categories. What do you or have else left? you guys are going to eat me alive. Emo, rock, and heavy. So I'm I'm sweating a little bit. I'm like I'm like scrolling feverishly through my massive spread spreadsheet that I made uh, in preparation for this podcast, and I'm I'm freaking out a little bit right now. But <laughs> make a pick, Christ, Christ in heaven! Oh my God! <laughs> I I'm gonna regret this right now. Right now, I'm gonna Do go it. rock. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Flaming Lips, Yoshimi Battles the yeah. Pink Rock. Amazing. That, hey, Amazing. My, that was Solid my choice. Garden. Like, I like that. Amazing. Like that. No what is this? Six round, this is a six round pick, yeah, right? What, how could you regret that it? That is amazing. That's amazing value. It was one of my right four there. I had left. So now I only have three. It's, it's one of those albums that flows from track to track seamlessly. You can put it on from track one and just go all the way through. Yeah. I just re-listened to it earlier It's today. a fucking journey. It's, and I mean, this is another one. It could have fit in electronic and stuff if that was still a category that you had left because it's very, very produced album. If uh, listeners, if you if you haven't checked out this album, this is the one. This is the one to fucking dive into. This is it's unlike anything else. Uh, it's amazing. Are you hypnotist is like my favorite song. Okay, so that means I have three picks left. I only have three albums I want left, but I have to pick them in the right order based on Danny, mostly. Mm-hmm. So what what genres do you have left? I'm not gonna tell you. I have hip hop. <laughs> what have, what genres do you have? Like? I have you I do have, need disclosure. I have hip hop and wild card. I'm definitely picking hip hop and wild card next. Well, you should have three left. Yeah, I know, but you're not picking electronic. Like I, I'm one hundred percent. How do you know? How do you know is the thing? Because I have an album. Does that Pretty I Lights no have an album that came out in two thousand two? No one's snagging this. I'm telling you, no one. Yeah, Danny, yeah. if this is if you take the album I want, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> take it now, then. That's okay, smoke. Drew, me, dude. take it now, then. No. It. Don't risk it. This is your last chance. No, Literally. I'm gonna like, do. He has two picks after you. I have two picks. I'm doing some cheese here. Um, if. Again, well, actually, no. This isn't even. This isn't category fraud. I'm going fucking wild card here, and I'm taking Speaker Box: The Love Below by Outkast. Okay, one of the best. Very one of the best. Yeah, their uh, second best album of the period. Well, it also Mr. Stankoni over here. If I wanted, you pick pop, right? If I wanted to fight on you, I could have fought against that being pop. Because I'll fit. Honestly, if you guys wanted to move that to hip hop, that's fine for me because I have more in both hip hop and pop left. Yeah. So whatever. That's that. I'm just saying this. This album is like an unbelievable mix of pop and hip hop. It's it's, so. It's pretty much. It's kind of like a double album. Like the first half of it is all pop radio. Yeah. It's like two hours because the first half is all like. Is the first half big boy stuff and then comes in the uh, second half with the Andre 3000 or is it vice versa? Uh, I can't remember, but it's like half pop, half like more of that classic Atlanta rap scene. It starts with big boy and then it goes Andre. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. And it's a fucking it's a behemoth of a fucking album. It's it has some 32. Tra- no, 39 tracks. Yeah, it has some of the Hot biggest. But, well, but it is literally a double album. Yeah, because um, it would be. So which one do you take? 40. No, 
speaker box in the love below it's hey. just it's a crazy good fucking album uh it has some of the most timeless songs ever made on it uh hey yeah roses yeah roses which is one that mm. i very always, underrated outcast song yeah i almost always thought it was on stankonia because it almost fits in better on there but this is on this fucking album ooh, ooh, uh, along ooh. with a, like the hit of music this album hey, yeah. could almost- one of hey yes i think probably might everlasting have, it might have the best timeless. approval rating of any song ever made i think it's the number one wedding song now that michael jackson has been like just, fully canceled not even mm-hmm. just that Be- like just name a general better song like a song that more pe- a higher percentage of people would say they like hey, everybody likes that song. great album even, even great um, lyrics are so not what they sound like mm-hmm. <laughs> great uh music video as mm-hmm. well yeah uh, that's another thing with all these picks we're getting is like the music video component is a huge piece of it um, and I, I think it's great that it's like a it's like a mixture of like rap and R&B. Yeah. To two, like, I think one was just Andre and the other one, was like, I guess, heading it. Yeah. One was more Andre. One was more. But even the one that's more big boy still has the way you move, which yeah. is a number one absolute banger smash. Another wedding hit of all time. It's just it's a wildly good album. And they're a wildly good group. One of the best groups ever in any genre. Danny, you got two picks now. I'm going to have to snag this for hip hop 100%. And I'm surprised none of you picked it. Jay-Z, the black album. Yeah. Well, like you said, you are an old, you are, you are an old, (laughs) an old man. Yeah. So while you were listening to this, I was, I was busy listening to the Lilo and Stitch soundtrack. Yeah. So it was between that, (laughs) it was between that and Blueprint One. But I, I, for me, black album is just. Black album is better than Blueprint. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Blueprint is more so like it's a bigger deal. Yeah, it's a bigger deal. It's also like a greater like a move from the gangster movement, and you know, I man. just I I would rather like 03, if right. I'm listening to a Jay Z album, I, love, I go back to the Black album for Blueprint. I love Black album. December fourth, Change Clothes is on there. Mm-hmm. Dirt off your shoulder, ninety nine oh. problems. Lucifer is another really good song. This album is like peak like popular and also just if you're a hip-hop head you love this album you Mm -hmm. know it's it's just a great mixture of like it pleases everybody yeah well because it does have the pop i mean with stuff like encore and like shit like that that is still very what more can i say encore like this album is just phenomenal and for me i think it was just a, a big like introduction i'm not really an introduction to hip-hop but just like a very good like you know, it solidified my ground to like liking hip hop Jay-Z and like, he's still very relevant today. You know, For even sure. though he's not making a lot of music, he, hey man, he was in Beyonce's little Disney plus thing. Yeah. He didn't, I don't think he said anything. He just stood there. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's your second pick? I'm going to choose a wild card, but I do not know who to choose and I can't figure out which album means more to me. But I think I'm going to have to say this. And this is, I think this might turn some heads. Do it. Transatlanticism by Death Cab. Yo, that's on my honorable mentions. That is a fucking great album. So after Fall Out Boy being my first concert ever, Death Cab for Cutie was my second concert ever. And it's just this album, it, it. it speaks to your soul. So you gave a Bonnaroo story earlier. If I can give one, I remember the last time I went to Bonnaroo in 2018. 20, um, 
Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 2018. I was, uh, there and like, we were watching, I don't remember who it was. I think it was like lettuce or something like that. And I was just like, I don't, not really feeling this. I had a, a bad experience last time I saw lettuce. I won't elaborate on it because we are on a recorded medium. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> left and i was like oh death cab is coming and they were playing on the main stage and i sprinted i was in the who stage or the what stage it was uh, pretty much on the other side of the farm i sprinted like half a mile across and i got there and like i stood right in the middle and as soon as i got there they started playing i will follow you into the dark and it was like one of the most perfect bonnaroo moments that i've ever had before because like the sun just started to set a little bit and they like as soon as i got settled they played like their biggest hit and everything right in the middle and i just stuck around for the rest I, of the set. i don't want to correct you but that's definitely 2016 because oh, that I, was 2016 and yeah, i did say 2018 i, I, I do apologize i i remember because i saw mr wives beforehand and i stay i only watched mr wives because i knew death cab was going to be on that stage next and i'm i'm personally obsessed with um ben gibbard like he he i remember when the rue clues do you guys follow the mm -hmm. rue clues when they come out i remember mm -hmm. what the rue clue came out and it was like this engineer will take you to dark like to darkness i'm like that's death cab for cutie easy <laughs> ben gibber was an engineer he graduated as an yeah. engineer and frankly i will follow him in the dark <laughs> yeah same here even though i hate that song um this yeah, album like, obviously their most popular yeah. song they have way more to offer yeah sound sound of settling is another really title on registration <laughs> the new year tiny vessels trans transatlanticism pa passenger seat like this album is just it's so, so good. it's so near and dear to me because it was like the perfect introduction. Like for me, this was the first, like, I think you can qualify it as like indie music. This mm -hmm. was how I got introduced to indie music. And for sure. Death Cab for Cutie is just like what grounded me into it and like just opened up a new world for me. Okay. Beautiful. Pick. I'm, I'm resting more easy now. This worked out for both of us because that's a great album and you can have it. Yeah, I will take it. <laughs> I think. In this crop, I'd say maybe there are like probably less than 10, 10 out of 10 albums to me. And I think I have three of them so far. And I think I'm adding a fourth right now. And, oh, I, wow. and I knew no one else was going to take it. But it's Turn On The Bright Lights by Interpol. Wow. This is one of the most ultimately slept on albums ever by common folk. Critics know. It's literally no critic has ever reviewed it negatively because this it's for all indie. Yes. Th this is genuinely one of the best indie albums ever made. It's it's. It's almost it's like the strokes is like moodier older brother. It's like the strokes with more bite. They both revolutionized music in the exact same way at the exact same time. They rose from the same crop of musicians in New York City in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, and this is just let's say the strokes are drinking. Uh, Interpol is just doing coke. <laughs> <laughs> but they also don't. Uh, it's they're doing coke just like it's coffee. Like they're doing coke just to have a little energy. <laughs> Like that, that's the level they're on in this album. Uh, it's some of the best production I've ever heard for rock music. I've never heard a bass sound quite so good as it does in this. Their drumming is fucking impeccable. Uh, but the real star of this is the layers of jangled guitars playing. Guess what? Just fucking eighth notes. The whole fucking album. Dun, 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 Same with what dun, the Strokes dun, did with Is This It. You're just hearing dun, 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 dun. But the way that it's produced and the way it's composed is so sneakily complicated uh, that it coalesces into like this build over most of these songs. I, I literally like there's there's nothing like it and I just can't beat it. It's one of my only tens I've ever heard. Obstacle one is one maybe probably one of my seven favorite songs ever made. Man, we're we're building a pretty diverse crop of 
music here. This is this is pretty daunting. I I I almost want to make a Spotify playlist of like all of this stuff from this uh podcast. It's it's pretty amazing. That brings us to my my pick. I I'm left with two picks here. I got to go either emo or heavy slash punk. And I God damn it. God damn it, guys. You're going to make me do it. You're going to make me fucking do yeah, it. Right you now. don't have to do it. I know what you're going to do. I you, have to do you it. You really don't. Ha- I have multiple other albums on here that you could do instead. We've come to this place. <laughs> And there's no going Uh-oh, back. Ernest is about to get canceled. Mark this as the point. What? No, what, what's no, the time no, stamp? no, we're not. We're not. No, I know exactly out. what you're no, doing. Though. That's he's not getting canceled. He's just doing an Ernie pick. We're going Green Day American. Yep. Yeah, there we go. The only Ernie pick left on the I was like, I was like, it's either going to be American Idiot or brand new. That's where we're at right now. I wasn't so. I wasn't ready to jump off the canceled cliff, but. I was ready to go back to my I, roots. You know what? I'm so embrace, I'm so happy that you did this. I need this to embrace my most, 14 year old self. Ernest, never forget um, you and me just doing acoustic renditions of "Give Me Novocaine" Not, uh, in mean, your bedroom. I, don't stop there. <laughs> I learned this entire album <laughs> on guitar. Luckily, it's four chords, so it wasn't that much to yep. learn. But it was um, like F sharp, C sharp, B flat, <laughs> like pretty much the whole thing. Uh, yeah, power absolutely life changing album for me. Uh, changed my brain, maybe for the worst. Um, learned every word, learned every chord. Um, maybe regret it a little bit. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those albums that, like, it is undeniable the impact that it had, and then it quickly whisked away in the wind who even cares about green day anymore one of the most monumental bands like you look at dookie you look at at even this album like this inspired a broadway musical Mm -hmm. but in 2020 is like they're completely irrelevant when i was a sophomore in high school i definitely lime wired uh this uh broadway musical i did listen to a lot and it's bad um but i was just that into this album they made a story out of this they told a tale of angst. Was it told better in other albums from other bands? Maybe, maybe. I, but the way they did it was so unique. It was so singular. It it touched me on a level that I, I, I hadn't experienced at that point in my youth. And I love it. Look, Ernest, I just have one question for you. Do you now wonder where what's your name has been? I do. Yeah. I'm the son of rage and love, the Jesus of suburbia, the Bible of none of the above. What are you doing this holiday? <laughs> so many, so many wake me up when September. I is that like the, the I saddest walk thing alone that now Billy every every I, single year people make memes about Billy Joe. Just like yeah, guys. Once again, this is about my dead dad. I couldn't. Um, I couldn't not. Can pick you this. guys please stop? I, I I had to. I'm really happy that you did. I'm happy for you that you did this. So you have two now, Hunter. Um, I do have a question. Can we trade the album, the genre that we drafted an album? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. You know, what? that's fine then. Cause I have, I had two picks just in case, just in case you said that. So I have two picks here. You're about to round off. Your I have, I have hip hop and wildcard. My question was if I can trade Stankonia to hip hop. Um, you did what you did. And you know what? That's fine. Because 
I've learned over the course of this draft. I'm really liking, I feel like my picks are a good mix of myself and also being objectively the best group of albums. Um, so for my hip hop category, <laughs> you guys might find this wild here. This is the album that got me into hip hop. Um, like more than anything else that came before it that might be better. 50 Cent. Uh, this is the album that like I had on CD. I used to play all the time and pretend like I had more issues that I did because of this album. Oh. And that is 2002's The Eminem Show. Mm-hmm. Okay. It had, yep. Can't believe this made it to this, the eighth round. Look, <laughs> I can't. The s- end this. of the seventh. Um, Look, oh, I, technically, yeah. I think that this is actually like a great album. Is yeah, the thing. no, it's like phenomenal. I think that as much as Eminem has become a meme at this point, like I think that this is legitimately. I know people really like critics love to say that Marshall Mathers LP is better, but yep. just because it's more cutting edge because it was the first one. But I think that this is a better overall album. Is oh. my thing. Okay. Um, my I think that I mean when you have like white America business cleaning out my closet, uh, Square Dance, which is just like a really funny song. Like I re-listened to this album ahead of this podcast in case like I was kind of at this position where I'm at now, and like this album is just really fucking good. I mean, without me, like sing for the moment, Superman, Haley song, all the skits hold up like fairly well. Yeah. Till I collapse is still like a fucking, just like a stadium banger. Yeah. Fucking to this day. Riles you up, like pumps you up. So a lot of stuff that, you know, in retrospect is like, dude, what, what's going on? Well, that's the thing is that, uh, Eminem is, um, he kind of uh, should have been more in the vein that we're seeing Kanye at now where it's like, Kanye, do you need help? We probably should have felt that way about Eminem at the time where it's like, yo, do you need therapy or something like your relationship with Mariah Carey is obviously not going great. Um, so uh, you want to talk about it or. Um, but I just I have to be true with myself. This is actually the album that got me into hip hop. I know it's not the best because it's not the best rap album and it's made by a white rapper and I am a white dude, but still I think that Eminem, I don't think, for, you, I don't think you have to apologize for as much Eminem of a show. meme it's as a great album. Well, for as much of a meme as he's become Eminem did revolutionize hip hop yeah. with his flow and his kind of, I mean, till I collapse, like listening to that shit, it's like, Whoa, nobody has ever I mean, well, really because done this. He, him and Kanye are both, they're the two most revolutionary hip hop figures of this era and for completely different reasons Kanye went in the full sample genre and Eminem doesn't really use a ton of samples his is like all created beats but it's this kind of sound and flow that he puts on everything and the that speed and the speed the flow, that yeah and he's kind of gone too far into that now in the 2010s and beyond but with the rap god era of Eminem that yeah, we won't talk about here but back in 2002, this guy was like my hero. It's like hero. a gimmick. And I, should I have just also put on the 8 Mile soundtrack? Does 8 Mile get me bonus points here? Because I also came out in 2002. Sure. No. Keep in mind, Eminem, an Oscar winner. Did mm-hmm. you know that Eminem has more Oscars than Glenn Close? <laughs> Think about it. All right. What's your, what's your pick? Well, your final pick? Take us into the, the final round. <sighs> All right. So my last pick is a wild card. So I could really go any number of directions here. 
Should I give a couple of options that I'm thinking of here? We have to end this I'm fucking gonna, podcast. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna just throw a few things here that's still on the board. I'm going there's, to fail. There's a number of them. There's <laughs> my Jim, class. Jimmy Eat World's Bleed American. Mm-hmm. Some furry ones, all killer, no filler. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, some you got, Mastodon, you have Leviathan. To make your pick. We have Nelly is Furtado, a, is, is Britney Spears. Hunter doesn't want me to do well. We in have two. <laughs> Different white stripes album that have not been picked. But what am I taking? I'm being true to myself and I'm taking my favorite album of all fucking time. Oh, in keeping can't. secrets of Silent Earth number three. Who in could that, who could that long shitty album title be by? I can't even imagine. So it's made by this band called the Beatles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, I know you guys shit on everything. Coheed. Uh, this album is actually like people i know you guys all make fun of it but this album is really deeply influential for where prog rock went on to become especially pop prog like of being more radio friendly like i mean just the biggest they have a hit off this album that got fucking radio plays like that's incredible for a prog rock band to do and i don't think that that can ever be overstated this is a concept album of course um I've gone on and on about Coheed, so I don't want to go on for too long because I know that Drew I'm has other things. You. I'm really, uh, this now is becoming a very me list and I'm very happy with where this ended up. I think that, uh, I think this album is great. I think you guys should give it another listen. Um, that um, would require me to give it a first listen <laughs> <laughs> to give it another one. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to quit this podcast. One of these days. What's the name of the album again? In keeping secrets. In keeping secrets of silent or three colon three okay i'm just gonna call it in keeping secrets so that's not the album title so that doesn't ca- so i do get an extra pick here something colon what it was like in silent earth in keeping secrets of silent is earth it three. Which, what what songs what notable songs are on this album just for future reference well i mean good eye sniper the <laughs> The biggest song on here is a favor house Atlantic that actually did get like mass mass radio play. Um, Blood a- red summer was another one that got a ton of radio play back in the day. It's very poppy. Um, it's pretty much just a straight up pop rock song. So is faint of hearts. Um, Cuts marked in the March of men. That's another like pretty much just this really could just been a pop rock album because this is before they go super, super prog and experimental heavy in their sound. Still pretty straight. Um, But they do have moments in this album where it's more stripped back. They have like the light in the glass is just like mostly kind of an acoustic little ballad that they have there. It's like acoustic. There's a little bit of piano scattered through this album. That's really well done. It's a perfect album. All right. I'm at my last pick here. I think at this point, I don't know how angry y'all are going to be about this pick, but I have to make a pick for emo. Mm -hmm. And the emo category was a late addition to this podcast at the 11th hour. So my plans were thrown in a loop and I had to make a call here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I'm in a bind. You actually, I still have multiple emo albums. Do you just want to borrow the emo albums that I have left so you don't have to make the pick that you're going to make? You have no idea what I'm about to pick. You think you do. (laughs) I'm curious. My pick for emo, please let me have this. It's Fountains of Wayne, Welcome Interstate Managers. That's fine. Just take it. That's not an emo album. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's I, 100% not an emo album. I am what? emotional when I listen that to is, this album. Like, is this the band that sings Stacy's Mom? That is that is an emotional that song. That is not what? an emo. That is not an emo album, and this is, is not Is that better than band. the alternative? I you have to take the alternative. That is not like that doesn't. No, I know that I, I agree to some category fraud, but that is like that's just wrong. Like that you is listen just not to the it. entire album. That fits it. You, <laughs> I I would listen if you said that that was going in your pop category. I would have I would have a conversation with that. Adam Schlesinger. We song. lost Adam Schlesinger to COVID this year. The front man of Fountains of Wayne. So, I am an emo boy when I listen to this album. We lost a good one. That's 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 not the emo honestly. Album. I'm I'm just very surprised. <laughs> okay, okay. That this was if you won't let me have this, I do have a no. Backup. I mean, you can have it. Like I have a it's, backup. It's you. I mean, no. It's you, if you want the album, you can have this it. Is okay. Your game. Okay. You can. You can. Do like it. I'm not. What, what I'm not shitting on it. I was just like, this is. I never expected this. What is your backup? His backup was Coldplay. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, you also get emotional while you listen to backup. Yellow. Oh, that's a good backup. <laughs> My backup was Good Charlotte, The Young and the Hopeless. I actually, I have that on. That's one of my emo albums that I did have on my big board left. I, can Fountains I just, can Wayne, I just have Fountains of Wayne? You can have yes, it. Can it's have not it. that far away from emo, to be honest. Like he sings with, it has the earnestness of emo music. It definitely does. Like, I you think can't that, argue that, that. I, well, I'd say that that is about as emo as Modest Mouse is. Though. Yeah. So that's I why also I also think is like, like emo is probably the hardest to discern genre of I, any genre because emotional music is emotional like Founds of Wayne has emotional lyrics it's also just a straight up great album regardless of what album. genre you album. fit it in you can so, have it Ernie there we go it's okay that's my final pick okay uh all I have left I don't I hope I really hope I'm not fucking you here Danny because there's no chance well what was your last category left electronic dance right yeah so is mine and it's one of the most important uh electronically made albums ever made that i i came across later in life like probably like five years ago and i i still listen to it to this day danny looks nervous since i left you by the avalanches okay good okay. good i'll take it that's a good one yeah it's it's one of the better it's it's on par with the production of any album by other sample gods meaning like kanye like it, it's that level of production it's just entirely uh, sample based electronic music that you also can dance to. Uh, it, it's it's like a behemoth. The lore of this album has grown and grown over the years because they didn't make anything after it until I think like one or two years ago. Uh, I th because I believe that their their frontman was battling like like lupus or some like crazy illness for years and years. Um, but this album, like if you listen to Since I Left You or Frontier Psychiatrist or any other song in the album, those are just the two hits. But it sounds like it could be made today because just like Mad Villainy, just like Mad Lib, just like Jay Dilla, it's made using techniques that are timeless. It's it's a timeless album, but it also feels modern, which is, you know, that's the mark of like greatness to me. Beautiful. No, Danny. It was a solid, it was a solid choice. <laughs> the final it, pick. It was not it was not who I wanted, but this this pick is only because it's so near and dear to me. And I thought Daft Punk would be taken before me and I was not willing to take them first overall. So for I'm electronic and dance, I chose Jamiroquai, <laughs> a funk odyssey. 
Why? Wait, hold on. Why is yeah, that I don't funny? think you had to worry about any of us taking Jameer. Yeah, I exactly. like I like Jameer quite. That's why. That's why I'm so. Su- I'm. I was like, none of you are taking him. Yeah, no, at you all. can have that. Well, if I was like, and with my last pick, I'm taking Jameer Kwai. <laughs> with my first pick, I'm taking Jameer Kwai. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. So this album, like, it just has. It, it it's close to me because I remember listening to it. On, for some reason, my mom bought this album and I, it's not like her to listen to this kind of stuff. And she would play it and, all the time. And I would just be like, what is this? It's so catchy. It's so nice and so nice to listen to. And I, she was like, it's Jamiroquai. I was like, okay, cool. And then uh, one year I went to Coachella and Jamiroquai was playing. And I remember watching him and I was off the Soylent. And mm-hmm. as you are. As, as you are. And it was just such an experience, like such a dance party, like loving it. And it was like, it was like a, a feel of like the nostalgia of being young slash, you know, the dance, the dance like elements of like the early 2000s. Like it's such a good mixture of electronic and funk. It's such, yeah, it's a very interesting group because also it like the genre that they dub themselves is acid jazz. Yes. And how many other genres only have one famous artist? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very, it's very fascinating to me. It's like, like Scott Punk has maybe like three or four, mm. you know, but like, this is just Jamiroquai just owns this territory of music history. Yeah, exactly. Know? And it's, that's why it was so near and dear to me. And that's why I knew none of you were going to pick it because <laughs> Jam- no one was thinking Jamiroquai at this point. Just like I wasn't thinking of avalanches. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty know? of this draft. Yeah. You get your struggles, but you get your easy wins too. Yeah. This was an easy win for me. So round off your whole picks and then, um, honorable mentions before we close it out. Uh, do you want me to start or? Yeah, go. Okay, All cool. of them. And then. So I got pop, in sync, no strings attached, rock, hybrid theory, modest mouse. I'm going to keep fucking it up. It's Good uh, news for people who love bad news. There you go. Emo, take this to your grave by Fallout Boy. Heavy system of a down toxicity. That's fine. I'm happy. <laughs> I, I rebounded well. Hip hop, black album by Jay-Z and wild card transatlanticism by Death Cab and electronic dance. We got Jamiroquai with Funk Odyssey. Any uh, honorable mentions? You honorable want to mentions. Out? I'm very surprised none of you chose Slipknot Volume Volume Three. Destiny's no. Child Survivor. That's a bigger yeah. one. None of us were Slipknot guys. Okay, I, was- I actually, I mean, Volume. I do like that album. Like yeah. that. I, I, I can. I Destiny's Child. Slipknot. I really. This it one. Was on the this short one's list. a shot out of a cannon that none of you probably thought of. Under Construction by Missy Elliott. Mm, oh my God. No, I thought of that. Yeah. That that's a killer album. And this one surprises me the most. None of you chose Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> ben. Not, I'm not the biggest Nine Inch Nails guy. Damn. I know. I love Trent Reznor's I, uh, I scores love, yeah. for, for movies. I'm just not. I've never really become a Nine I Inch Nails wanna guy. I want to fuck you like an animal. But, That's 90s though, right? No, it's it's also 2000s. Okay. But I mean, everything else, honorable mentions wise, you guys chose before me. No, Closer, closer is 90s for sure. Well, yeah, but there's also some Nine Inch Nails stuff. That's in the yeah, 2000s. no, there is for sure. Yeah. So I go I go only nines and tens on my list. And I got my, my main goal was I didn't want to look at anyone else's list and be like, man, I wish I took that. I wanted these fucking albums really bad. I got since I left you again, I knew you guys wouldn't take that. I knew you guys wouldn't take turn on the bright lights. You guys got to get on that. Listen to Obstacle 2 
and put on headphones and listen to the last minute and a half of it and it'll like change your shit up interpol what is this interpol by interpol yeah mm. uh speaker box slash the love below tell all your friends you got your gun to my head this all was only wishful thinking <laughs> mad villainy the, the absolute fucking king by mad villain uh is this it which is what i really wanted to walk away with Take off your pants and jacket, which we I'm we knew about. the strokes was yours, Drew. Yeah, I had we to were take gonna it. nobody was gonna take that. From and me. really, I'm extremely <laughs> happy I I got the college dropout in the second round because That's that right. album means so so much to me. Mm. And on top of that, it's also a ten. Oh, this is my alarm to take an exam. <laughs> any um any uh, uh honorable mentions before we close out, Drew? Um, not really. You went over like Destiny's Child and Missy Elliott. I had on there also. Uh, All American Rejects is self-titled, which is like a very sneaky, good, like straightforward <laughs> pop rock album. I do actually kind of like I know it's like kind of bad now, but I do still have a lot of nostalgia for it. So swing, here are my swing, here are swing. my picks. Uh, heavy Punk, Green Day, American Idiot. Pop, Justin Timberlake, Justified. Alt Indie, The Killers, Hot Fuzz. Hip Hop, Gorillas, Gorillas. Rock, The Flaming Lips, Yoshimi Battles, The Pink Robots great album fucking banger yeah electronic dance daft punk discovery that was my first round pick solid emo founds of wayne welcome interstate managers please let me have this i didn't want to pick brand new <clears throat> and wildcard maroon five songs about jane there is one honorable mention that i'm like kind of like seething that i didn't pick which is uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, by the way. By the yeah, way I love that way. album. Fucking yeah. phenomenal album. album. Underrated. I Stadium wanted... Arcadium come out in 05. Oh, wait. Probably, but I That's think By the Way is better. Yeah, by the no, Way no, is no, no, definitely no, just, better. 06, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was I'm, a little bit I'm, later, but I do love By the Way a I'm lot. very angry with myself. Yeah, another it. one is All Killer No Filler, which if I didn't take Take Off Your Pants and That's, Jacket, yeah. All Killer No Filler is literally the backup to Take yeah. Off Your Pants and Jacket in real life. If <laughs> Californication were in 2000, I would have taken that 100% first overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was in 99. Yeah. Um, by the yeah. Way rocks too, though. Also, um, The Black Keys, Thick Freakness. Yep. Phenomenal. Uh, Muse Origin of Symmetry. Yes. Holy shit. I didn't think of that. Uh, Weezer Green Album. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Foo Fighters One by One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, Franz Ferdinand, self titled. Yep. Solid hey, it's a album. Good album. Yeah. Also, lightning round um, of movie soundtracks that were not eligible for this draft before you close this out, Hunter. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle with They Might Be Giants, the theme song. <laughs> boss of me daredevil uh with evanescence uh bring, bring me, me to life, life. Yeah. fucking it, like that is the 2000s fucking right there uh spider-man with nickelback's hero yeah. godzilla 2000 with puff daddy featuring jimmy page come with me wow uh mission impossible 2 literally the entire soundtrack yes including the limp biscuit take a look around that samples the mission impossible theme <laughs> Banger. banger fucking banger uh shrek one and shrek two shark tale spongebob movie school of rock lilo and stitch and the lizzie mcguire movie all right um so my list heavy slash punk i have relationship of command by the drive-in uh for pop i have stankonia uh from the outcast alternative indie funeral barricade fire hip-hop the eminem show by the eminem Rock, yeah, <laughs> uh, the blue one. Um, for rock, I have the moon Antarctica, the Spear Modest Mouse album, 
Um, Electronic slash dance, my number one pick, Kid A by Radiohead. Emo, three cheers for five years from my MCR. Three cheers for secret revenge. Someone, what did I say? Three cheers for, cheers five, for years. five years. That is that and that. You want to trade Modest <laughs> Mouse for My Chemical Romance? No, no, I, 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 I don't. Um, I did. I kind of subconsciously wanted to trade uh, MCR for uh, um, Mayday Parade there, and I am sorry for that to MCR <laughs> that I did that. Um, I looked at in passing. And Wildcard, I have the best album of the decade, which is in Keeping Secrets of Silent or Three by Coheed and Cambria. Real quick. Few uh, rapid fire honorable mentions. Bleed American by Jimmy Eat World. Fucking great, great. I love album. that album. Man. I love that album so much. Uh, you mentioned All Killer No Filler, Drew. Blink One Eight Two Self Titled is yeah. also really, really good. I actually thought that you might go with that over. It's just I re-listened and it's just a little too fucking corny. It's well, <laughs> I it's a little bit more poppy than Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Yeah, but, but Take Off like Your it. Pants is like undoubtedly better oh no 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 it's i agree but I, I i looked at some lists before i came over here and that was up there uh, above it leviathan by mastodon um songs for the deaf by queens of the stone age oh that's a great album great i almost picked that in my wild card because oh, i think that album is no one knows is a fucking incredible that is a perfect song um another one that i almost did with my wild card and i knew that it would last because nobody would pick it is lift your skinny hands like antennas to heaven by godspeed you black emperor no i could have taken that man i love that i album. fucking love that album yeah. it's four songs that total uh like, an hour like and 27 seven hours. minutes yeah it's so goddamn long <laughs> four songs that total an hour and 27 minutes it's pretty much i didn't pick it only because it's like almost a soundtrack than it is an album but it is perfect i put it on all the fucking time while i'm doing stuff um nelly furtado's whoa nelly is a fucking great pop album i think that pop album really holds up if, if nelly furtado could sing imagine the career she would have had um amy winehouse is back to black that's next week that's 2004 no it's not no it's not that's so next That's uh, next week. that might come next week. Neither of us grabbed elephant or white blood cells. I wanted elephant. Yeah. Elephant is the better one of the white stripes albums. Elephant uh, is a killer. Meg white just held it back just enough for it. To I didn't make my list. I didn't want to take the whole, like the triumvirate of that rock revival. Cause I already got Interpol and the strokes and the only other one to take is white stripes. And I didn't yeah. want all three. So I took two. Um, yeah, you guys mentioned almost everything else. Uh, Beck's Sea Change, which I think is the yeah. best Beck album. Yeah. And uh, that also came out in like early 2000s. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. All right, boys, let's close this out. Thank you, Danny. Oh, we'll guys, see you next week. Guys, can I trade in Keeping Secrets for Oops, I Did Again by Britney Spears? Oh, shout out I to Britney. I realized that was still on the board. We let you down, Britney. Yeah. I can't get no satisfaction. She had... If you guys Stop. haven't listened to Britney Spears' cover of I Can't Get No Satisfaction, pull it up right now. She had two albums that didn't get drafted. So sorry, Britney. Wow. Leave Britney alone. Leave Britney, <laughs> Leave Britney alone. We're, we'll do 05 to 09 next week. Let us know who you think won this draft. Weebottomike at gmail.com at Weebottomike on Twitter. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you to all the donors. Bye-bye. Mm. Bye. -bye. Bye.
I don't know you, but feels like I do. <laughs> I was frozen when you walked in the room. It's every single word just makes my stomach. My brain is broken, <laughs> like straight up. Yeah. So I think the quarantine's finally <laughs> getting to you. I know it is. <laughs> okay, three, two, one.